Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here's a message from the Haters Club. Dedicated to the one I love. I've been cursed by your wicked kiss. Once felt it's forever missed. Forever missed. I'm a member of the Haters Club. And I'm hating every minute of me without you, you without me. Give me some. Give me some of that misery. That misery. I'm a high hater. I run with the best like a fader. And the witch of the west. Poisoning apples to make you ill. Like cruel and I'll set you up for the kill. It's such a twisted state of bliss. the thing dear listener i feel like absolute shit tonight absolute awful like proper awful let me give you a little bit of detail we'll do we're gonna do the show and the show'll be all right and we'll get by and it will survive and it's only three hours of radio and none of this actually matters when you uh, when you think about it in the great scheme of things but um you know let me just put it into context of where i am i feel absolutely rotten today absolutely rotten and i went on twitter last night and was was kind of whinging away a little bit and um uh just today has been such an effort to put one foot in front of the other 
Um, and you know that I came off the meds uh, a couple of weeks ago, some of them. So I take metazapine at night to knock me out, and that's an anti-anxiety drug, and it knocks me out, and I take teleprime in the morning, and Christ knows what that does. But I knocked the metazapine on the head because it was making me fat, and um, uh, uh, being fat was making me miserable. I must have put on about stone and a half, two stone. And um, so I came off the metazapine, and instead of doing it sensibly, and instead of doing it, you know, in all the ways that it's recommended by doing it, you're on 30 milligrams and you cut it down to 15 and all that stuff. Instead of doing that, I just went cold turkey because I thought I know best. And I thought, well, I know my body and I know my um, head and I know my my soul. So I'll I'll be all right. And I read up on it and I knew it was going to be... Um, it was going to be bumpy and it was going to be, um, uh, it was going to be thoroughly unpleasant. Um, and just the last few days, sweet Lord, two and a half weeks off of it. The last few days have been awful. I mean, properly awful. And I've kind of had enough clarity to know that it's, um, it's chemical, you know, what's going on in my brain. But then I have moments, it's like when you're tripping and you have moments when you, you know, you're on a drug and that the, the weird psychedelic stuff you're seeing is, is, is a drug. Um, but then you have moments when you get lost in it and you don't realize it's a drug and you think that that's what life is. And this is the same thing the last few days. I, for, for a while I knew it was the drugs and the lack of. Uh, and then there were huge swathes of um, uh, experience where I didn't know it was the drugs and I thought it was real. And it culminated in... Um, me getting to bed last night about three and no, not having a breakdown on Twitter, but kind of giving too much away on, on Twitter. You lot aren't interested in that rubbish. Um, and knowing that I was only going to get about three and a half hours sleep because I had the kids today. And that's fine. You know, that's, 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 uh, what being a dad is all about. Um, so I got to bed about three and then I woke up at five and I felt physically, physically, um, awful just i thought i was going to throw up i was i had sweat pouring off me i had a absolutely pounding headache and i'm lying in bed thinking god i'm going to i'm going to throw up in bed and i'm going to die here it's terrible absolutely terrible um i managed to talk myself off the ledge and then i i got up and i uh, took the kids to school and i came back and i've kind of relented and i'm i'm going back on the um metazapine why am i sharing this stuff with you well because lots of people say that they get something out of me sharing this and uh, whether that's true or not i don't know but also because i don't think tonight's show is going to be any cop i've just got a feeling tonight's show is going to be rough as because i ain't got nothing in the papers i couldn't find anything in the papers to talk about i have nothing um fun and stupid that's happened to me today to talk about got none of that stuff so um the next two hours and 51 minutes for for me are going to be um torturous so they might be even worse for you so i i guess i'm apologizing in advance um Really, but so I woke up at five, felt absolutely awful. Thought I was going to be sick. Thought I was I was having a heart attack. All of this kind of stuff. Um, I woke up, got took the kids to school, dropped them off at school, came back, and um, I took a metazapine. I took a tablet. I thought stuff this. Um, now of course, now here's the thing, right? So I'm nearly three weeks clean off this drug, 
And then I thought, well, I'll take a half. Oh, no, I'll take a whole tablet. But you're supposed to take them at night. So suddenly, this drug that my body has been craving for the last two and a half weeks, I've taken it. I've taken it at the wrong time of day. And it sent me completely doolally. Um, You know, it knocked you out for about 12 hours. I didn't have 12 hours. I had about five hours. Uh, I went to bed and um, I had fitful sleep. Um, And then I I had to get up about half two so I could go and pick up my kids from school. And it was... Um, it was a real effort to want to be, and this sounds awful, this sounds awful, but this is kind of where the depression can take you and where um, it shows how messed up, you know, one's thinking can be. It was a real effort to want to be in the company of my kids. <gasps> Isn't that terrible? Isn't that a terrible thing to say? But it's it's the reality, you know, the thought of going to pick up my youngest from school who I'm madly in love with, and then sitting with him for an hour while we wait and go and pick up my eldest from school, um, in my head, it became this huge... um, It became this huge uh, project that I was committed to, that I had absolutely no desire to to take part in. This Chore isn't even the right word. It was bigger than a chore. Um... So I found myself being a bit snappy with the kids and I left, I took them to their grandmother's. Here comes a cup of tea. That will fix everything. Thank you, Edmundo. So I took them to their grandmother's and uh, uh, dropped them off. And and as I left, I was really snappy with them, you know, and I I left and I I thought, God, wow, you were just so snappy with your kids then. Um, When they're all excited talking about it's their birthdays this week and next week. And they want to show me, you know, the, the cakes that are being made and stuff like that. And all I could think to do was to snap at them. Jeez, that's terrible, isn't it? It's terrible. But it's not me that's being terrible. It is a combination of um, having this this thing in... Um, and I don't even know where it is, the depression, in my head. Nah, not really. That's where the noises manifest themselves. In my, in my spirit, I guess, here. I'm pointing at my solar plexus. It's in here. Um... This malady, this dis-ease, this, uh, uh, this, this thing that, um, that uh, you know, tells me that I am worthless and tells me that I am um, uh, rubbish and tells me that uh, there's, there's no point in me existing and wouldn't everybody's life be better if I wasn't around? And it's telling me all this stuff today. And it's been a real effort, <clears throat> um, literally an effort, to um, be able to function on any level. And then me and Kath were going out to see Limmy tonight, and we were running a bit late, and I was getting angry because we were running late. It it didn't matter. The thing started 15 minutes late anyway, so we didn't miss anything. Um, And, of course, the anger wasn't about us being late. The anger was about, I don't know, you know, nothing in particular. And we saw this Limmy's... um, show and it was insane right it was absolutely insane it was an hour of his vines and you know vines they're seven second videos so there were about 600 um of these seven second videos and it was it it it, it was kind of the second reference to psychedelia it was kind of quite psychedelic and it was a little bit um headache inducing because it was all filmed on mobile phones and it's projected on this big screen and it's bam 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 relentless for an hour you know it's like watching a strobe for an hour. And um, and then he was being interviewed by Armando Inucci. And then there were some people asking questions in the audience, including one really tedious question. The first question. 
And it should have been a joyous hour and a half in the company of a man who I think is is literally a genius. Um, who, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll take, we'll take, we'll take Akimbola. Um, 0344-499-1000, Caddick and Akimbola, I'll be coming to you soon. Um, it should have been a joyous hour and a half in the company of a gentleman who I think is a genius. You know, I think he's one of the, one of the, 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 the most original thinkers in the world. But guess what? Guess what? I was bored and I hated it. Found it tedious uh, and frustrating when really I should have found it inspirational and um, and wonderful. But but remember, I hadn't wanted to been in, to have been in the company of my kids today. So being in the company of two hundred people in a cinema and it, it was never going to bode well. Why am I telling you all this? Well, some of you care, and that's very kind, and thanks a lot. And some of you say nice things about all this stuff on Twitter. Guess what? None of that helps, right? And, and, and you know, you say it, it comes from from some of you a point of love, and some of you, you know, some guy pointed out that his life was worse than mine, and I should just pull myself together, and all of that stuff. Um, thanks for that. None of that. None of that helps, though. You know, none of that helps, and that sounds ungrateful and. Um, and uh tough yeah i guess you know tough if it sounds ungrateful tough really because none of it helps none of it has any um impact whatsoever um i burst into get this i burst into tears yesterday because paul ross sent me a nice tweet imagine that paul ross right man i don't know particularly well i've met him about four times in my life um, and uh, as a as a broadcaster, I have a lot of respect. Anyone that can um, can earn a crust out of doing this rubbish for as long as he has, they have my respect. And he sent me a tweet yesterday. When I sent a vaguely pathetic, I'm having a terrible time tweet. And he said, "Do you want me to drive round? We can, I'll take you out to the pictures or something." Boom, boom, that got me. Paul Ross off the telly does the breakfast show here. That hit me. I was in my car in tears, and I said, "No, no, no, I'm hiding away." Um, when really I was thinking, yeah, flipping it, man, that'd be wicked. I'd love that. I'd love that. Yeah, come round, Paul. Let's go and see the picture. Let's just play Xbox. But because I didn't say that. Why am I telling you this? Because I've got nothing else. I've got nothing else for you this evening whatsoever. Absolutely nothing. I've got two stories from the Daily Mail, both on page 35. And they're rubbish. That's it. That's it. That's all we've got for the next two hours and 44 minutes. So I apologise in advance because this ain't going to be a classic. I apologise retrospectively. If you're bored about me wanging on about, you know, being suicidal and, you know, wanting to jump off a flipping bridge and all of that stuff. Well, you know, I'm sorry about that as well because there might be quite a bit of it tonight. It might be a tough old listen saying that we've got caddick lined up we've got akimbola lined up so <clears throat> you know the show will be what the show will be oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand talk radio late night ian lee unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio we have ways of making you talk Yes, Caddick. Hip, 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 there. Hip, 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 Cads. Have you had any snow by you? 
Um, um, oh, yeah, of course, it's the great blizzard of 2017. It was snowing a little as I was driving in, but, you you know, you had to squint to see it. Yeah, we had a light dusking earlier in Birmingham, but we could get some more overnight. Oh, flipping heck. Well, you know, um, if, if we were local radio, we'd be doing Snow Watch now. It's time for Snow Watch. Here's Snow Watch, guys. If, if you've seen snow... Um, give us a call, let us know where and when and, and how many inches you've had tonight. How many inches have uh, you had tonight, Caddick? Well, like I say, we have a light dusting at the moment. Okay, a little spray. And it was very sleety earlier. Yes, yes. Uh, here's the thing, it's going to be a damp squib. But, yeah, because of the rain and all that. It ain't going to take. Unless you're up in Scotland, it ain't going to take, mate. That's my prediction. There's been a yellow warning for ice. Well, well, don't eat the yellow snow, whatever you do. You'll be watching South Park again. I've never seen South Park. That's a lie. I've seen bits of South Park, and um, I'd never found it funny. I've seen the one where they take the mick out of Jersey Shore. (gasps) I've never seen Jersey Shore. It's a show I've never seen, referencing a show I've never seen. What about the one where they take the mick out of Apple? Well, I've never seen it. Well, you can download it. I don't want to watch it. I think it looks rubbish. Well, let's put it on For the listeners, South Park, very funny or very crass? Well, <laughs> let's, um, I'll tell you what, Caddy, let's wait. That We're going to play 30 seconds of music. Put that topic out again and let's see if the phones go mental. South Park, is it funny or is it very to take you off the air? Hang on a second, here we go. 30 seconds of music. 0344 499 1000. Let's see if the South Park phone in gets the phones a rocking. 0344 499 1000. South Park. We call you back. We call you back. Is it South Good or South Crap? Let's see. Okay, let's go open the lines up. Um, Akimbola. Hello. South pa- South good or South crap? South Park is being a... The, you would like X-Rated Simpsons. Is that, I, didn't, I didn't get that, uh, Akimbola. We South just... Park is like, like the X-Rated Simpsons. Okay, but that's... I don't, I don't want a, uh, um, a synopsis. I want to know South Park, South good or South crap? South Park is... One of the best animated singles in the U.S. Okay, Eddie. it's a very, it's a very. Sp- you try, Caddick. Maybe you speak the same language. You saw, you saw, you saw, you saw the hey. e- email. You always been to the volunteer. Huh? I've email. Moving on, on to. There'll be more of that unless you answer the question, Akimbola. South yeah. Park, South good or South crap? Sounds good. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, that's one for good. That's one for good. Let's um, let me get a pen and um, let me. There's normally a pen lying around here, right? So South Park. So good. Crap. I've written one for good. We've got um, we uh, we, uh, we had another caller and they've bottled it, Caddick. That's oh, a shame. Yeah. John. John's a bottler. John's a bottler. Caller John is a bottler. I wonder what we'll call in tonight. Who? 
My brother. Um, yeah, uh, well, I, I wonder too. Imagine if no one else calls in apart from you two. Not much of a show if it's just us two. Nah, I don't think the show's going to be any good tonight. It's going to be one of our days. I'm suggesting to everyone that they listen to something else. But uh, you That'd have my cheap. permission, guys, to switch off, switch over, have an early night, watch a bit of telly, listen to the other place. Tonight's show isn't going to be any good. If you're in the Midlands, you can always listen to Grand Tyneton on local Well, it's not gonna be, we're not going to be that bad. No, that's It's not going to be that bad, Caddick. Jeez. We're not no, sub-Torrington. No, Grand Tyneton. Yeah, I said sub-Torrington. Sorry, I didn't know where that was. No, you didn't at all, did you, Caddick? Well, let's find I out what... Wait, hang on a minute. Let's find out what Paul Akimbola wants. Akimbola. Well, we, we, I only on I said the... the I, in, I got in touch on email online. Yeah, well, instead of re- referencing the emails, which are too big for me to fit onto my screen, why don't you well, tell me what you want to say? Well, at YouTube, I've got banned. We covered One Day I'll Fly Away by Randy Crawford. You two, hang on, you want you two to cover One Day I'll Fly Away by Randy Crawford? That what should happen in 2009. Alan, you're breathing too heavily, please. Stop. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Sounds like you're knocking one out to Akinbola. That is weird. That that, that sounds like it should have happened in 2009. So in 2009, you two should have covered Randy Crawford. One day I fly away. Have you ever heard of the song called One Day I Fly Away? I'm still confused about the U2 connection. Uh, it's a song that uh, U2 should cover. They should cover. U2 should, should cover. should have been covered uh, almost decades ago. They, so U2 should have covered decades ago Randy Crawford's One Day I Fly Away. In 2009. They should have done it in 2009, but they didn't. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard a song called One Day I Fly Away? Yeah, Randy Crawford. Or was, it, or was it you too? Well, I'll cover, uh, uh, sing the visual version of the song. One, one day, day I'll fly away. Is she a woman or is she a man? She's, she's a woman. Randy Crawford's definitely a woman. Had, 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 had you two cover it on the flyway in 2009 been number one for 10 which in 2009 is this now do you are you just guessing this akimbola or have you been to an alternative timeline where this actually happened this what would have happened right okay and i noticed in your email you mentioned greg dyke caddick again with the breathing mate please Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. What did they want? What the ex-director general of the BBC? I can't understand either of them. Akimbola, you mentioned Greg Dyke in your email. Yeah. Would you would Would you like to expand on that? Yeah. I think you should. He's, I think Greg Dyke should become TV personality, personal apprentice style, po of show, successful TV producer. It's a show that says, I would like him to release a single a cover of You To Me Are Everything. By you two? No, no, no. No, no, no. Well, Greg Dyke. Greg Dyke? Oh. You want Greg Dyke to release a cover of You To Me Are Everything? Yeah. 
Flip. What's the song? What? Can you sing the song? You to me of are everything. You to me are everything. The sweetest song that I can sing. Oh baby. Oh baby. Oh baby. Oh, baby. Oh, the man that's just that a down who picks you up each time you're down. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. You want, and you want Greg that... Dyke to do that? Yeah. We go, it will be Christmas number one. Okay. Okay. In this year or in 2009? This year. Okay. All right, Paul. Well, thank you for that, Akimbola. There we go. Uh, Caddick? Well, he's got some weird predictions, even weirder than me. Well, I'll I'll be the judge of that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Talk radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Dean. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. Dean. How are we? Well, you apart not... from feeling rubbish, but yeah, well, apart from that, <laughs> apart from that, I'm a void. I'm an empty spiritual void. Well, I, I think I missed the conversation, but I was phoning to say South Park is a load of old ponies. It, to be honest it with. is, isn't it? It's bad, bad drawings and shouting. It is. Well, I went to the cinema to watch the, the film with a friend, and I fell asleep about five minutes in, and he worked to wake me up at the end. That's how bad I thought it was. If people, it was, uh, it was quite terrible. If people responded to phone-ins, we could do a phone-in. What films have you fallen asleep in? Um, I fell asleep during... Um, um, uh, this is at the pictures. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. A lot of our rubbish oh, that was. You? Yeah, a lot of our rubbish. I mean, I was... Yeah, I, I, was quite, uh, I quite like that. The book's quite good, though, if you... If you're fond of reading that's well, i'm fond of reading but I'm, I'm fonder of films i was nine sheets to the wind and we went to like a midnight screening and i i, I fell asleep but it was um i remember it being absolutely dire oh that's a shame have you ever walked out of a film um i walked out of the godzilla with matthew broderick i don't blame you I think that's I the only... It's no, Ferris, it's no Ferris Bueller's Day no, Off. No, it was a stinker. Me and my friend went. We were trying to write a show for Edinburgh, and we, 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 we kind of hit a wall. So we, there was a cinema down the road. We went, oh, let's go and see the new Godzilla uh, yeah. uh, 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 film. And then we went down, and, um, yeah, it was, it was rubbish. I tend not... Oh, and I walked out of a film called Beyond Borders, because I was in it... But I was uh, my bit was over like, after ten minutes, and I and I didn't really want to see the rest of it because it looked rubbish. So <laughs> I saw my bit, and then I got up and walked out. Fair enough. I walked out in the dark night. Uh, that's probably a faux pas to a lot of people. Oh, I the Batman film. Know. Yeah, I didn't think much of it to be honest. I I got bored. I got bored towards the end, and I had things. Well, I had I had things to do. So <laughs> it does. It does. Um... It does go on a bit. Since when? And there's, I know there's an advert with Lego Batman now, because I'm looking forward to the Lego Batman film coming out, because the kids will love that. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I think my kids will, yeah. I think the Lego movie, movie was brilliant. Yeah. Have you seen, you've seen the Lego movie, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that was, that was brilliant. And the, so the Lego Batman will be brilliant, right? But since, wh- wh- why? Uh, and I never saw any of the Batman films in the 90s with, with Keaton or Clue. I've never seen any of that. Did you not? No, I've never seen any of them, right? But, Ian, so at what name. at what point did Batman start talking like that with a gruff voice? Uh, well, Michael Keaton kind of started it a little bit, right? Um, but but no, it, it's got really really. It, oh, Gary, shush! Shut Sorry. up, Gary! 
Yeah, She's saying it started yeah, with the Dark Knight, is she? Part of your mouth, Carrie, unfortunately. Oh god. Um, yeah. So, oh god. Hang on, so um, who, who, who? Let's go through the Batman's in the in the eighties and nineties. Keaton. Uh, Keaton, and then then I think we had Clooney. Clooney, and then who was the? Oh, Kilmer. Kilmer did it, didn't he? Oh yeah, Val Kilmer. That was rubbish. That was that was the one with um, was that the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it? As Mister Freeze, uh, Mister Freeze, or something. And who was who was the one? Who was Batman when Robin was in it? Uh, was that Clooney? I think that was Clooney. I think, yeah, I think that was Clooney. He was all right. See, for me, Michael Keaton made a perfect Batman and a perfect Bruce Wayne, because Bruce Wayne's got to be a little bit kooky, hasn't he? Because obviously yeah. he dresses up as a bat at night. Yeah. <laughs> He's obviously not, not all right in the head, in my opinion. So he played sort of quite dark comedy sort of thing going on quite well. So he made the perfect Batman and the ber- perfect... And the perfect um, uh, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, but then you had Val Kilmer. He was all right as a Batman, but a rubbish Bruce Wayne. And then you had Clooney, was a good, good Bruce Wayne, but not a very good Batman. Oh. Um, and then you've got um, who's the fella that does it? Uh, Bale, night. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. He yeah. was, Christian Bale was good, I thought. But again, I didn't. I didn't like the um, Batman. Yeah, it's all the, it's all the I didn't like that. I thought that was a little bit silly. No, it's definitely. But I've silly. not seen. And it, and who's the Greffer and Greffer? Who's the new fella? Um, Ben Affleck's doing it now, isn't he? Affleck, isn't it? Affleck. Yeah, that's not. That's a, a bit strange. That, tell her to shut up. Perry, shut up. He said. Tell, tell her. <laughs> you can't talk about Batman. Apparently. Tell her you're going to get cut off unless she shuts up. Oh, Perry, I'm going to get cut off unless you shut up. Sorry, Ian, that's, she said. <laughs> okay. I know, I can hear every... She can't, she can't help it, can she? She has to get involved. It's relentless. Absolutely I relentless. I know, I <laughs> know. Try being involved with it. <laughs> um, what, what did you call in for, Dean? Um, well, it's just basically the safe park thing, really. Oh, but yeah. We just seem to have a chat about Batman, so that works as well. So, but, but has Affleck done a Batman film yet, or has he just done that Batman-Superman film? I think he's just done Batman Superman, and I think he might be signed up for, for another, just a, a standalone Batman. Because that was a stinker, I, I'm wasn't not, it? I mean, for, for me, um, Adam West is the definitive yeah. Batman. Yeah. You know, that's... You Although know, I, I tried to show that, West, I, I tried to show that to the kids the other day, and they were well bored. Oh, my, 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 my boy loves it. Um, he's, uh, he's eight, and yeah. I, but I, they like, yeah, my boys love all the Avengers and stuff, so they, they like the big, you know, proper special effects flying around shooting each other and stuff and and so the gay batman from the 60s is a little bit to them it's a little bit namby pamby and it does i, I can oh. understand it looks a little it does look dated yeah oh it's definitely dated i'll tell you what i found on vinyl the other day i got a record player for christmas oh, yeah. and uh, i went on i went on ebay and sort of just bought loads of vinyl yeah. and i found a uh a a Batman from about 19... I think it's about 1970 or something. And it's a single, but it's a story of oh. uh, the Catwoman's Revenge, it's called. Nice. And it's just like a, a story on both sides of, of uh, like, a narration of Batman. And we've listened to that with with, uh, with the kids, and they've enjoyed that as well. So oh, really? And who's, quite, who's, yeah, yeah. who's doing that? I, I, I can't work out who's doing the narration, to be honest. There's nothing really on, the, on there. It's just... Uh, yeah, it's just like a, a single from the 1970s. Hang on a minute, it's not, it's not this.
Oh, no, hang on, hang on. This is this. I've got it. I've got it. This is it. Cat Wounds Revenge. Here we go. As Gotham City approaches the witching hour, only the night people are left to roam barely lit streets and rooftops. The idle fool huddled on stoops and benches, and the idle rich reveling in continual celebration. The night crawling vermin of the is, it, is this it, Dean? I think it is, yeah, yeah. I've only listened to it once, but it sounds very Yeah, it sounds like that's the one I've got. Swinging from the peak of the Governor's Plaza building, there's only one person daring enough to do that 500 feet over the city. And I'll bet my cape she's up to no good. With unerring aim and the uncanny courage of a hero, the Cape Crusader flings his bat rope to oh, the... I love stuff like that. I used yeah, to have... Yeah, it's awesome. I used to have in the 80s, used to get these a lot. You get, um, cassette, audio cassette with books, like really simplified versions of, uh, movies. And uh, I... Yeah, yeah. I had, um, now... Was it Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Cut? No, it was Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Search for Spock, yeah. Um, uh, but but read by uh, Leonard Nimoy. Nice. And um, it would uh, you, uh, but it was like a really, and you got a book with it. But the book only had like twenty pages, and they managed to tell the whole story of the search for Spock in twenty pages. And it would end each page. It would go. Boop, and that mean, means yeah, you so to... that's when you turn the page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Excellent. it was brilliant. I'm trying to find that. That and that was absolutely brilliant. Um, they don't make it like they used to, do they? Let's be honest. They don't make it like. And there's a, there's another one as well, read by um, oh, he's got a massive penis, Roddy McDowell. Um, about it was a Batman story, and I don't know which one it was, but I never forget. It was a bit where he goes, the Joker, the Joker had um, uh, was playing music. And Roddy McDowell went, and the Joker's music went, boom, shakalaka, laka, boom, shakalaka, laka, boom, shakalaka, laka, boom. Ooh, speaking of boom, shakalakas, yes. you play occasionally like a. No. Talk with the one, but I don't know what the words are. Yeah, what is that? That's not it. Hang on. No. No, hang on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, where is it? You can hear what we say on LBC 97. No. Um, <laughs> oh, I've got it somewhere. Hip, hip, hip. No. Oh! Tamata wakatangi hangi kuweu, tamataya tulipukaka pikimonga, haranukupoka wena wakatanatahu, matakuwaitanga nurukawa mikitora. There we go, yeah. What? What is that? I'm afraid that is classified information as... Oh, uh, you know, there's a, there's a hard hedge... <laughs> It's a hard house tune that uses that as a sample, it's, and I really want to buy that tune. I'm afraid it's classified information, Dean. We cannot, we cannot give away that information. Aggie, stay there. Come to you in a minute. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Talk radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. This is the story of the search for Spock. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the communicator beep like this. Let's begin now. Space, the final frontier. These are the continuing voyages of the Starship Enterprise. After his battle with the criminal Khan, Admiral James Kirk and his crew brought the battle-scarred USS Enterprise back to Earth 
for repairs. Captain's personal log. We're nearly home, yet I'm uneasy. The ship feels empty since the death of my friend, Mr. Spock. And ship surgeon McCoy has been acting strangely. At times, he seems to believe that he is Spock. Turn the page, turn the page. I'm not sure that's the... Maybe, maybe mine was Star Trek 2. What was Star... Hang on. Gatford? Yeah? What was Star Trek 2 called? Wrath of Khan. That was Wrath of Khan. And that, that, doesn't, that didn't sound like Leonard Nimoy. No, the one I had was definitely... Because he's not in that one for a lot, is he? That third one. No, hang on a minute. What's so, it? They're called Read a Long Storybook. Hang on a minute. I had um, Jungle Book, and whenever you had to turn the page, they made the lion sort of go, the tiger went, uh, They would do. They would... Yeah. Uh, um, here we go, here we go, this is it. So let me see if this is the one. Hang on a minute. Okay. There we go. This is it. Why is it not playing? Where's the... Here we go. This is the story of the Wrath of Khan. You can read along with me in your book. That's not you will know it is time to turn the memo, page is it? when you hear the communicator beep like this. Well, maybe it's the Mandela syndrome again. That, that's where you get the shush 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 from. Uh, oh yeah, maybe the communicator. It's um, it might. Be, I mentioned the Mandela syndrome on Sky News the other day. My mum saw you on Sky News. Oh yeah. She said you looked uh, very handsome with your beard. Yeah, I'm going to shave my beard off tomorrow, I've decided. Oh, OK, fair Yeah, going to get rid of it. Um, she won't like you, then. Yeah, well, that, that, that's why I'm doing it. Um, yeah. But I mentioned the Mandela effect, right? Uh, do you remember, Are you aware of the Mandela effect? R- remind me, because I think I know it, but I'm not 100%, well, so remind me. Some, it, um, some person <laughs> phoned up the show and told us... Aggie, I'll come to you in a minute, uh, about the Mandela effect, and it's where... If you remember something, but it, you're the only per- that you're you're one of a few people that remembers it, and then you look it up and it didn't actually happen. Well, what it means is it probably did happen, but you've then but you're from a different timeline or or uh, something. Oh, something. Ah, right. Yeah, you've switched timelines midstream. Um. So now I'm convinced I had Star Trek Three, The Search for Spock, read by Leonard Nimoy. And, um, that, that is, that is not a false memory, and that I've, I've just switched, um, time streams. It, it, it did sound a little Nimoy-esque, yeah. but not, so, but not totally. Yeah, no. So I can, I can imagine you think that. Um. Particularly yeah. if, like, his picture's on the front, which I imagine it is. Yeah, probably. For both ones. Um. So. And, and that bloke was doing a Captain Kirk impression. He was good, wasn't he? Dove Books yeah. on Tape presents Batman, a novelization by Craig Shaw Gardner, based on a screenplay by Sam Hamm and Warren Skerrin. Sam Hamm. And Sam the character Hamm. created by Bob Kane. It was a night like any other in the city, too hot, too humid, too loud... The sound of music mixed with car horns and laughter and the occasional scream. The streets swarmed with life, ten times as busy... Now, that's Roddy McDowell reads yeah. Batman. This should be on Radio 4, man. I mean, this yeah. should be what children should be listening to now. Oh, I tell you what, um, um, by the way, that, that is an hour and a half long, and I haven't really got the time to right. find the bit where he says, and the Joker's oh. music went boom shaka laka laka boom shaka laka laka boom shaka laka laka boom. You have kind of got the time to play it. No. So, well, yeah. so <laughs> if, um, if someone could find um, that bit, 
that will be absolutely um, that will be awesome. Otherwise, it be boom shakalaka. Yeah, but what they used to do in the old Dove books oh, on tape hang on. presents mm-hmm. Batman, a novelization <laughs> by Craig Shaw Gardner, based on a screenplay by Sam Ham. Sam Ham. Yeah. Um, what they used to do in the olden days, and I don't think I think they did it in the seventies. I think there's a Star Wars one. Oh, yeah, bound to be. No, you don't know what I'm about to say. Oh, sorry, you mean like, like, like that? Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. What they used to do is, um, they would, because not everyone could go to the cinema, because maybe they were lazy or in a wheelchair yeah. or something like that. They didn't have cinemas equipped for wheelchair people. Um, so what they would do is they would do, I heard a documentary about it on Radio 4, they would do radio uh, abridged oh. versions of movies but like like reviews but not kind of but like with like action in them like yeah yeah but they'd have the, the actors oh. they'd have the actors playing the parts that they played like audio descriptions for the blind um, of movies yeah i'm sure oh. um uh, I, know, I know they released like books of the script and things like that here we go, here we go, what's this, what's this? What's this? No, that's not it. No, there's, there's, um, radio, oh god, radio version of movies. They used to do it, I'm sure there's a Star Wars one. Oh, I don't know, someone, 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 someone listen, I've given you, <clears throat> listen guys, I've, t- I've given you a fishing boat and a fishing rod and I've taught you how to fish, go and feed your family for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Well, don't, at don't, least, don't, at least the evening. Don't expect more. Well, yeah. No, no, no. Well, no, because I've given them. It's I've taught them. I've taught but, them how to fish. I've not just given them. Given, yeah, but you've given quite a lot of them, so there's not that much fish out. No, there. No, no, no. But I've not the given them. I've not given just given them a a, a, a boat, right? Or, and I've not just given them a fish. Uh huh. I've given them a boat, and I've taught them how to fish, so they can but feed then, their families forever. That area is going to be devoid of fish quite soon. I'm going to, there, there's going to be a fish up your arse in a minute. <laughs> anyway, I was ringing to tell you one movie that I fell asleep in and one that I um, can do slightly better in, mm. um, in that I didn't just fall asleep. I thought it ended five times, and when I got up, I collapsed. Oh, mate. Well, th- 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 what happened? Well, uh, the, the movie I fell asleep in was Schindler's List. Right. Not proud of, not proud of it. Right, shame um, on you. Shame yeah. on you. Shame on you. Indeed. Shame on you, Gatford. It was a bit long, and I was... Shame like, on you! Yeah, well... Shame on you for saying Schindler's List. What about the people that lived it, mate? Bit long. That was a little bit longer. And they lived it, and you fell asleep during the movie. Shame on you. I've I've not seen not like, that film. Not like I made out with a girl in it. Or something. Oh, yeah, God. You even, you uh, even joke about that. You even what? joke about that. Shame on you. But the movie that I, um, that was, was Vanilla Sky, the remake with, um... Oh, yeah. Cruise, fella. Yeah. And that movie feels like it ends about four times, and each time it kind of looked like it was going to end. I was like, right. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the, been... that's the trick. That's, that's the, yeah, that's the thing. It's like that... saying Inception looks like it's going to end four times. Well, yeah, it's meant to. But that each time it kind of looked like it was end, I was like, right, now I'm going to go, and the people, oh, no, no, there's more, there's more, the people, there's like, no, stay, and... Um, because the end of it, I was so dehydrated and annoyed, what? and when I stood dehydrated? up... Dehydrated? What were you yeah. doing, man? No, but because I, I thought... You Just know, you constantly know when you stroking one out. <laughs> you know when you build yourself up to leave, and you get up and you get all your stuff, and it's like, you can imagine doing that four times. 
What? And then at the fifth time... What stuff did you then, have with oh. you? What did I'm you have? I'm sitting next to a pretty girl. Oh, for crying out loud. Just trying to impress her. Didn't uh, work. All right. Well, I'm going to cut you off now because you disgust well, me. Uh, 03444991000. Aggie, I'm sorry you had to listen to that filth. I can only apologise. <laughs> that was terrible. It's, uh, it's quite all right. Just the, the phrase shoving a fish up your bum just makes me laugh anyway. Yeah, well, um, that's that's <laughs> going to happen. That's actually, that's not even, that's um, not even a threat. That's a promise. Is, is that the next act of performance, Ray? Yep, 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 yep. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> no worries. Anyway, Ian, hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Aggie. <laughs> Um, I'm ringing up because um, I know you have Dennis Lecorier on this show a lot. Oh, lovely Dennis! Him. He may he may well be listening. He hasn't messaged me for a little while actually, so I know he's busy and stuff. But yeah, yeah, Dennis from oh. Doctor Hook. Yeah, what a legend! I mean, um, my 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 mum loved Doctor Hook and used to sort of get listen, you know, listening to him an awful lot. And um, I sort of I was just revisiting the sort of music that my mum played and influenced me. And I've come across Demis Roussos again. Oh, yeah, Demis Roussos. He was a funny one, wasn't he? Oh, he's amazing. I, I, yeah, when you're a kid and you kind of just hate your parents' yeah. music and what they're putting on, don't they? But it's, uh, I've only just kind of realised the, the roots that it puts in and influences uh, your own music. But what was, so Demis Roussos, his hit was... Ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and else did he do did he do oh, um did he do never on a sunday never on a sunday um, or on a monday did he do never on a day not that i remember i think the ones that we're listening to today was like my friend the wind um and how oh, was it goodbye my love goodbye Goodbye. Goodbye He had the wobble, didn't he? <laughs> he did the wobble. It's, oh God! I just yeah, it's it's just. I brilliant. don't know if I don't know if Demis Roussos has ever been described as brilliant before. <laughs> I mean, how many albums did you, of his did your mum have? Um, I think it was uh, the greatest hits, which I've you know, forever and ever. And I remember he had like a hat and he had his like signature caftan on on the front. He was a big, big in caftans, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it reminds me of that Simpsons episode where Homer's trying to put the weight on and he's like wearing a big caftan. I'll tell you what I miss. I miss um, men wearing capes. <laughs> I miss a good cape. David Crosby used to rock a cape in The Birds. Adam Ant, of course, Stand and Deliver had a cape. You don't... Dracula. Um, you don't see many other gentlemen wearing capes. What about Jeff? Oh, no, that's a poor joke. Sorry, I'm out. What? Oh, I see what you've done there, yeah. I oh, know, that's yeah. poor. I apologise. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, that doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, you don't see many... Ca- Ca- the Caftan, I don't think, is ever going to make a return to the uh, forefront of fashion. I'm pretty sure it's not. Well, it was pretty comfortable. Oh, yeah, but then so were uh, so were shell suits. Yeah, well, they, they served the purpose, though. Yeah. 
Well, I don't... I... 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 I, Um... Why were you going through your mum's collection? I... I don't... I I could do, really, couldn't I? What? No, what... Why were you going through her collection? Were you just... Nicking stuff? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just waiting to see what uh, she'll leave me in a will and trying to... uh, You know, put the old stickers on. Not that she's got an awful lot, but she has got a double gatefold of the uh, Saturday Night Fever album. Yeah, but that was the biggest selling um, soundtrack album of all time, I think. Still. This is the thing. A lot of people think, oh, yeah, records, they'll be worth a lot of money. But mo- most of them aren't because, you know, the, the records that my mum had, that millions of other people had them as well. Did your yeah. mum um, write her name and address on the back of the records? No, 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 it's not that precious. No, that's a shame. I, li- I like records that were, that have um, got a name and address on either the uh, the, the back of the cover uh, or on the um, uh, on the label itself. Yeah, it's, uh, didn't people have them ultraviolet pens to write. Just make sure they didn't nick them. Oh, yeah, I remember a copper coming to our school once, and, and we were said, bring, bring it, you want to bring in your valuable stuff, we'll ultraviolet it up, so that if it gets nicked, then um, we can run an ultraviolet light over it, and we'll be able to identify it as yours. <laughs> um, and everyone was getting their bikes marked up ultraviolet styly. Yeah, it didn't, didn't stop the kids around where I grew up and I lived. Has anyone ever, here we go, this is a niche phone-in, has anyone ever got their equipment back because they ultravioleted it up? I bet not. No, I bet uh, still sat in most police auctions. And has any um, crime ever been thwarted by Neighbourhood Watch? I don't know, because I think uh, things like flashes, I think it would just encourage them, because they'll get more of an audience, wouldn't they? Oh, there you go. I, you, I miss I miss flashes. I miss streakers. <laughs> I miss um, I miss the the light the lighter end of sexual crime. We've got really bogged down in the last four or five years with the heavier end of sexual crime, and I miss the, the I miss the lighter end of it, Aggie. Yeah, I no, I agree with you. I, I do too. Um, the only thing is, I do quite enjoy puppies, and so yeah, well, I wouldn't. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Aggie, nice one, mate. Thank you for that. Cheers. Cheers. Bye bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I don't think um, Demis Roussos is one of the. Is Demis Roussos dead? Is he dead? I don't think he's one of the um, lost great artists of our time. I, 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 I you know, he was. Um, uh, rendered um, impotent, of course, by the reference in Abigail's party. Do you like Dennis Roussos? Do you like a bit of Dennis Roussos? You know, well, Ange wants to hear Dennis Roussos. Should we put it on? Yeah, let's put it on. But so uh, after that, he, he, he couldn't um, couldn't do anything. Uh, well, that's an hour down, and that was all right. We have no calls lined up for the next hour, so um, let's see where we go, shall we? Now would be an excellent time to give me a call. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yesterday was kind of like the 4th of July. The way your face lit up the entire sky. Had to look away because it hurt. My eyes, the way you hit me was a big surprise. 
wasn't making any sense, but I felt okay. Ask you if it was my birthday. This kind of thing don't happen every day. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Foggy. Hello. Hey, Foggy. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good. Imani's a tough act to follow, isn't she? Good. Isn't she the best thing in the world? She. Uh, I, I posted a miserable thing on Facebook the other day. I posted a video of me on Facebook, um, and I wrote, "Here's a vi- here's a video me trying out the three sixty degree camera, and I look fat." And Imani wrote on there, she goes, I heart fat Ian. And that made oh. me feel all right. That made That's me all right, feel all right. That'll do. Yeah, brilliant. That's, um, yeah. Oh, I'll be pleased with that myself. I'll be pleased with that. What you got for us, Foggy? Yeah, well, you mentioned the Mandela effect a little while ago. Oh, yeah. And I've got a vivid memory of something happening. And I thought with the help of you and your listeners, you could establish whether it happened or whether yeah, I imagined yeah, it. Yeah, we're in. We're in. Now we've got ourselves okay, a show. Right. Go on. What happened? Mid-80s, EastEnders hadn't been on for very long. Yes. And 
I've got a vivid vivid memory yes. of Ian Beale watching a mucky video. Yeah, um, yeah, he did. He did, didn't he? Did. he? Um, and his it didn't his mum didn't Kathy find him? Well, I don't remember. I've, what I remember actually that's encouraging. If if you remember that much, that means well, we're from well, the, I remember, we're from I the same timeline. That's what that means. Ah, he was under a blanket on the sofa with a sort of a grubby expression on his face. But the weirdest thing about it, I remember, yeah. was the sound coming from the TV. Uh-oh. And the man on the TV said, I bet Scott the Antarctic did a lot of this. Uh-huh. And that is the weirdest thing to rem- But I'm certain it happened. But it's strange, isn't it? Well does, well, does anyone else... Have you ever spoken to anyone else, and do they remember... Well, I seem to remember talking about it at school and then talking about the Scott of the Antarctic. But it's such a ridiculous... It can't have happened. I mean, why would anybody put that in the script? Well, because they, they it's um, a hard-hitting urban dra- drama that yeah. touches on real-life issues. <laughs> yeah. I used to... I do remember that happening, but um, I can't believe I mentioned the Mandela effect on Sky News. Of course, no, no, the two people I was on with, none of them got the reference. They laughed at it. But I'm think, afterwards, I'm thinking, why did I say that? They won't, they won't know what the Mandela effect is. There's only about 30 people that listen to this show that know what the Mandela effect is. Oh, the Mandela effect is specific to you? Is it your thing? Well, no, no, it's not to me. Some, some um, fruitcake phoned in and, um, and, and told me about it. So I don't, oh, know, right, okay. I don't know quite how well known it is, but there's hardly anyone knows about it. Um, I, um, I used, when EastEnders started, I used to tape it. Every single, not, well, it was only on two nights a week. But I used to tape every episode. Really? And watch them. Uh, so, so, oh, so you're the authority. You, as a 12, well, I don't know if I'm the authority, but as a 12, 13-year-old kid who had, let's be honest, much better things to do with, um, with my life, I would tape EastEnders. Was it only on two nights a week? It must have been. Something like that, yeah. I, mean, I can't remember myself. I but mean, then the omnibus, would, the omnibus would only be an hour. Was there yeah. always... Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. This is the, 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 the timelines are getting a bit messy here. Was there always an EastEnders omnibus? I honestly can't remember. And do they still know. have one now? Because that must go on for like five hours. Again, I've not watched it for probably 25 years. I can't even, you know, Arthur Fowler and Mark Fowler and... It was Ethel and Willie, we watched. You know. it, we watched. Well, I don't watch it, but we, sometimes it's on in the office here. And yeah, um, yeah. we caught two minutes of it the other day. And Phil Mitchell was still drunk. Um, and it dawned on me that Ian Beale lived in Arthur and Pauline's house, and he'd probably lived there for about twenty years, but I'd never noticed it before. Ah, right. Okay. Again, I haven't tuned in for years. So again, I'm. All right, all right. Let's yeah. let's let's see. Okay, Foggy, let's try something. Yeah. Who ran Ozcabs? Ali Osman. What was his brother called? I don't know. Oh, come on, Foggy. Uh, um, no, honestly, I don't know. Hang on a minute. Oh, uh, if, if you tell me, I'd perhaps remember. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Tim. Yeah. How old are you, Tim? Uh, forty-seven. Perfect. What was, um, uh, uh, you know, we all know, of course, we all accept Ali Osman uh, ran Ozcabs from the CAF. But what was Ali Osman's brother called? No idea. Aye, Donny well, Osmond. D- right, Tim, <laughs> St- Tim, we'll come back to me. Hang on. James? Hello. How old are you, James? 40. The perfect age. Oh, 
Thank you. We all know that Ali Osman ran Ozcabs from the CAF. Yeah. But what was Ali Osman's brother called? Little Jimmy Osman. Oh, for crying out loud. Sorry, Foggy, no one's taking this seriously. No, I don't know. It was Mehmet! I'll have to take your word for that. It was Mehmet! No one remembers him. He's like the forgotten brother, isn't it? It was Mehmet! And he would go, Mehmet! Mehmet! He would go, Mehmet! 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 His name was Mehmet. Right. No, just me there, is it? Okay, fine. I think you're on your own Mandela effect. (laughs) Uh, He was called Mehmet. I remember Mehmet. Mehmet was a little bit... Also, here's the thing, right? Weren't the early, the actors in the early days of EastEnders, and they now you can understand why the acting doesn't look so good because they they are doing I think is it four episodes a week, so they're they're banging it out, bang 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 bang. That's two hours a week of drama. That's considering most movies are two hours long, and it takes a year to make a movie. They're making a movie every week, right? It's a lot to bang out, so you can understand why maybe sometimes. Um, Ray, Ray, it's a phoning show, mate. Yeah, yes, you're the fruitcake. I'm getting tweets from someone who's angry. Ray, oh. phone in, you prune. So tweeting me. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, go on. I called in to talk about f- false memories. Am I the fruitcake you're referring to? You mentioned the Mandela effect. I don't know. Ray, I don't know what you're talking about. Leave me alone. Um, I've lo- now I've lost my f- thread, you fruitcake. It's putting all this stuff in quotes. Why would you put it in quotes? Anyway... Um, yeah, but the actors in the early days, they only had two episodes a week to film. And yet they were all, without exception, terrible, terrible actors. Because you haven't seen them in anything else, do you? No. Ali Ali Osman's not gone off to a great movie career, has he? No. Or his wife, or Pete Beale. Pete Beale went back to being a security man. (laughs) Did he? Peter Dean. Yeah, and Cass as well, didn't he? Yeah. You don't see her in them. Well, no, she's no, she was no, she was quite successful because she went off into footballers' wives. Oh yeah, and I think she's good. back in it now, even though she died. Right, is footballers' wives still going? No, she's back in EastEnders. You put. Oh, okay. I don't know. No, I don't, don't know. Much I listen to you. Yeah, well, that exactly. Thank you, thank you, thank right you. Right answer, eh? Foggy, it's the right answer, but that still doesn't stop you getting cut off like that. Oh um, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the. Um, uh, Hang on, now Gatford says, EastEnders used to be Tuesday and Thursday. Yes, we know that. The Omnibus and 10pm repeat is on TV channel W. There's a there's a TV channel W? And they're showing old EastEnders? Sweet Lord, what is going on with the world? James and Tim, stay there. Come to you in a minute. 0344 499 Talk Radio. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, Tim. Hi. Hey, Tim. Um, how are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? You know, I'm breathing. That's, yeah, partly why I was turning in. But can I just say before that, yes. I just wanted to say that Nick Cotton has got to be the worst actor of all time. It's is just it, something that's really he, stuck with me. When he you, is terrible. It was his name. Is it John awful. John Altman? Just terrible. And they keep bringing him back every now. I don't watch the program, but you see it every now and again. That it's uh, Ema, bringing him back. Ema. He is awful. Ema. Ema. Do you remember when he was? Wasn't he? Um, wasn't he a junkie for a bit? Was he a junkie? What, in, 
In real life, or...? No, in the in EastEnders, he was a junkie, oh, yeah, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Here, Ma, yeah, give yeah, us some money, Ma. Here, Ma. Yeah. Here, Ma, give us yeah. some money. I'm your worst nightmare, yeah. Ma. Hey, I tell you it was was um, <clears throat> was tragic. The first Mark Fowler. Do you remember the first Mark Fowler? The first Mark Fowler? There was a first Mark Fowler. Re- a really, um... Handsome young man, looked like Morrissey. He had a quiff. I thought Mark Fowler was Todd Carty. Tucker, so no, he was. He was. That. He was the second. Um, Tucker was the second Mark Fowler. The first Mark Fowler um, uh, 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 um, looked like Morrissey. He had a quiff, um, and and I don't know very much about. I remember reading an article about him. He died. I think he killed himself. Didn't he? Didn't he commit suicide? Um, because he hated, hated, hated. Really sensitive young man. I, may have, I hope I've got this right. Someone will know better than me. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. He I'm hated googling it right now. He hated the fame, um, and he found the fame completely overwhelming oh, and completely daunting. I, I think, remember him. I think he hanged himself. Or he I jumped off. Did he, he jump was, off? Something? He was in. He was in something else. Like I think he was also Grain Chill or something. Well, 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 what was it? He was only young. What was his name? Someone would tell me. Uh, let me go back to... Go back to... Go back to... Go back to... Oh, no, that's gone to Mark Fowler. Oh. That's gone to the other one. Was it Connor? Oh, no, no, no. I don't know. I'd have to look it we'll up. I'll find it. Someone will tell us. Oh, three, yeah. four, 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 yeah. nine, nine, one. But he was, he was definitely in something else. Yeah, yeah, and he I, was tipped... Not Biker Grove, but he was like that. kind you know? of, um... Well, this is pre-Biker Grove days, but he was tipped to, you know, sort of be... Bit of a, he was a bit of a heartthrob, bit bit of a, a, a dreamboat, mm. and, um, he, he couldn't handle the... Well, he couldn't handle... I'm sure there was other stuff going on. I don't mean to demean the poor chap's demise. But one of the things that that, that, that upset him a lot was that was that suddenly being very, very famous, and, um... Mm. Uh, you know, that, coupled, I imagine, with other bits and pieces, um... Th- Sent him well, literally over the edge. He jumped off Beachy Head, apparently. Poor bloke. Oh dear. Poor dear. bloke. So yeah, so there, there we go. But he was, yeah, uh, he was good. Now look, Nick, Nicky, this is false. F- hang on, we're getting false. What do they call it? Fake news, Tim. Nicky oh. on on Twitter is spreading fake news. The first Mark Fowler was also Gripper Stebson in Grain Chill. Fake news. <laughs> I will I not answer it. your question, Nicky. It was not. He I was not. He was not Gripper Stebson. I'm checking it out now. Gripper You're telling Stebson. me that Mark Fowler was played by Gripper Stebson, and then when he died, they brought in Gripper Stebson's enemy Tucker to replace him. No, different actor. They just both had quiff uh, quiffs. Different actor. Completely different actor. Different actor. David Scarborough. Yeah, yeah different actor. Different actor. Nikki, I'm not taking any more questions from you. You're fake news, Nikki O'Hara. You are fake news. You are. F- I'm doing a, um, a, a, a topical um, piece, Tim. You are yeah. fake news. Fake news. Good. Yes. Hey, you know how you like it when? Um, so I'm away at the moment. You know how you like it when? Oh, uh, am I speaking to a recorded out? message? No, oh. I'm uh, uh, um, across oh. the pond. Okay. Okay. And uh, my son, there's a very good chance, my son's 10, and there's a very good chance that he's listening back home. Oh. Kind of illegally. Hey, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. He does it, he does it all the time. His favourite calls have been, uh, he, he likes it when your boys phone him. Okay. And they call you Ian Lee. <laughs> yeah, my boys like it as well. They're, <laughs> he loves that. They're, they're planning and, their uh, next call at some point, unfortunately. <laughs> and can you remember that time when, uh, 
Um, some guys phoned in and they were trying to phone Talk Sport. Oh, yes. I was... And you were shouting your head off, going, You muppets, you muppets. And he says that round the house even now. Oh, God. Well, I've, I've, it's been, you, shame on you, Tim. You're a terrible parent because this show is mm. features adult um, content. And you're allowing a 10 year old to listen. When you say well, he listens illegally, how, what was he listening? Has he got it on a, on a phone or has he got a DAB radio in his room? Got- He's got a DAB radio, like it's like a clock radio alarm clock thing by the side of his bed. He puts a headphone in it and he sticks the headphone under his pillow. Fantastic. So it's like a, a little iPhone headphone, the Beautiful. little earpiece. Good for him. Sticks it under his pillow, turns the volume up really loud, and then he can hear it through his pillow, but we can't hear it in our room. The boy's so, a legend. What's his name? Then, his name's Murray. Murray, go to bed, Murray. This is not for. <laughs> this content is not for you, Murray. You muppet. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Murray, you stay up all night if you want, buddy. You're more than welcome. I'm glad you're listening. Yeah, he d- he does sometimes. He's a bit of a, a nightmare to get to sleep, but he's a good boy, so that's all right. Excellent, so, excellent, excellent. Good. So I phoned in for two quick things. Oh, hang on. Well, hang, well, well, hang on a minute. You've done like oh. four things already. Yeah, I know. I know. Can I do my two quick things? You can do. Uh, go they on. are quick. Go on. Then. One of them is uh, just to say that I've wanted to phone in for a long time, and then. Uh, I heard you mention Demis Roussos, Kaftans, and Abigail's Party, three yes. of my favourite things. Awesome. <laughs> Love a Kaftan. We, um, finally... we, 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 we got a couple of um, films booked up that we're going to go and see at the BFI. One um, we're going to see next week, it was an old 50s film with George Colin, just to, um, I just booked the tickets to get me out of the house. Otherwise, I'll stay in the house. And we're also going to go and see the uh, the King of Comedy, the Martin Scorsese, Jerry Lewis, Robert De Niro film in a couple of weeks, which is one of my favourite, favourite movies. I've never seen it in the cinema. But they're having at the BFI um, an Alison Stedman season. And um, they were going to... We missed it, but they they had uh, Abigail's party introduced by Alison Stedman. Imagine oh, that. Wow. Imagine oh, that. Wow. And I... also, we missed it nuts in May. I can't even find Abigail's party anywhere to watch. Obviously, it's not on Netflix or anything like that. But I can't, I can't find like a full version of it on YouTube or anything. Is it no? Uh, I, um, I bet he he pulls Abigail's party. Is it not? Is it not on there? Nah. No, it's not. It's um, uh, no, it's not. Uh, buy it on DVD. You tight get. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. And, and lastly, just before you cut me off. Yes. This was a bit of uh, you know, just love coming your way. I know you you, you were saying you were having a bit of a bad day hey. today. Me and you have actually emailed each other. I won't say what about. Oh. Uh, just in case my son, um, you won't remember it anyway. But yeah. you know, I just wanted to say that. Uh, the things that you talk did, about with mental health and stuff like that, I just think it's absolutely fantastic. Did I send you? Did I send you um, photographs? No, I, I'm so sorry uh, if I you did. Told, no, <laughs> <laughs> you told me something very private about your life, which oh, I okay. found very touching. Because I wrote a very long email to you about my life. Yeah. You replied and wrote something back and told me something very private, which I found quite touching. But well, I think yeah. it's fantastic that what what you do. It's, it's I think it's very brave. It's. Um, uh, an incredibly difficult thing to talk about, uh, but when you're in the uh, in in the focus of the media as well, which you are, yeah. uh, whether you like it or not, then yeah. you know it, it's very powerful and very brave. So nice well one, Thank Tim. You. Thank you very much, and um, yeah, good 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 night to your boy. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. Cheers, mate. I appreciate that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. James. Hip 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 hip. James. Um, what, what Tim just said. First of all, um, you sound yeah. like you sound like my agent, Nick. 
do I? Yeah, you do a lot. So I'm always worried when I hear your voice. And there's like a reflex reaction. He's going to want money. I'm in trouble. I've got the sack again. Those are, those are kind of my reflexes when Nick calls me. I've got, a, I've got the sack again. Oh, God, what, what did I say last night? If you're offering 10%, I will cheerfully take it. 15. Anyway. Hey, you know what? Speaking of sounding like someone, yes. you know, I used to stalk you on an older station. Uh-oh. Um, yes. And um, I was... Uh, I was the Gatford sounder-like. Do I still sound like him? Um, no, you don't. You don't. You've managed to shake off that miserable, <laughs> dour, boring, <laughs> tedious, <laughs> lazy voice that well, Gatford has. <laughs> Gatford has and will carry around to the day he dies. Bless him. Bless his little cottons. <laughs> yes. Cotton. Um... Couple of things. Um, first of all, the uh, I've never had anything. Um, what's the, what was the word? Ultraviolet uh, marked. I've never been ultravioleted. Never been ultravioleted. But yes. when I was a boy, um, I had something called the manly version of that, which was um, we all as a family we took our bikes down to the police station. Oh yeah, and they postcoded them. You got postcoded? Yeah, of course. By getting these great big metal tools <laughs> and these kind of uh, kind of like stamps. And they banged our postcode into the bottom of the bikes. And uh, I've still got my bike. Oh. Weirdly. So, yeah, it, well, well, hang on. If it, are you still at the same house? No way. Uh, I've been house three times since then. So if it does get pinched, then I think an old lady's going to get a really bad uh, 30-year-old bike. I've, um, I've never had a bike pinched. I've never had a bike nicked at all and i i mean i don't really oh, i don't ride anywhere now i haven't ridden anywhere for years why would i yeah. i'm a grown-up <laughs> but um but i i, I do you, how come you get you, you get this a lot in london like an old yeah. bike wheel chained to a um a lamppost or a, a, some railings but the bike has gone yeah how does what 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 why do that why do people do that I'm not sure. I live near Cambridge, and it's like the same thing. It's uh, just, yeah, you see the old wheel attached to a lamppost, or often you see the frame with no wheels. Sometimes I love the wheels and not the bike. But what I would do then is I would find out, because obviously you, you, you'd rock up and go, oh, nuts, they've nipped, they've nipped me wheels, and it's just the frame. Oh, stuff that, I'll leave that there. Yeah. Those people, those people, the owners of the bikes, should be hunted down and have every uh, power of the law thrown at them <laughs> yes because they're leaving half a bike chained up and that'll be there forever yeah oh god yeah yeah trying to push a, a push chair around cambridge uh, it's, it's not easy but you got half a bike in the way cambridge yeah cambridge i did a gig in cambridge last year and it is um or maybe the year before and um it is very um cycular there's a lot of cycling going on there it's, millions of students on their bikes. So, it's yeah. um, it's relentless. I wouldn't. I haven't got the puff for it. It's su- it's it's such hard work. It turns out it is, isn't it? Yeah, you get started. It looks nice and easy. They make it look so. But do you remember when you were a kid, James, and cycling? Oh. Right, you could you could cycle for miles, right? And it would you, but and you'd be laughing all the way. You could cycle like all the way to town with your mates and you'd be wetting yourself <laughs> laughing but yeah. now i can't even go to the end of my street without needing a breather i wonder if the kids still cycle or have they got you know they've got drugs now i suppose that's that they've stuff. got well they've well the legal highs are illegal again now oh. uh, and i don't know what the i don't quite know where we are on alco pops at the moment mm. i don't quite know what the thing is on that 
So, um, but no, you don't allow kids to cycle anymore because of paedophiles <laughs> and um, tr- uh, traffic accidents. And by the way, that's a great name for a band. (laughs) The Pedophiles on Bike. It's a great name for a band. And you want to drum up controversy, instant controversy, call yourself the Pedophiles on Bikes. That's a brilliant name. Oh, that's what I was going to do tonight. Oh. Pedophile. No, I was going to do. I'm glad you've reminded me, James. Thank you. We did. Because we had. I was disappointed the other night when we did. um, there were songs with directions in. Oh, yes. And people couldn't get it, right? And I, was, I did. <laughs> well, you got it, but not everyone, loads of people couldn't get it. And, um. and they were ridiculous. So I thought we'd, we'd roll it back a bit. Yeah. And do something simple this evening. Ooh. Songs with men's, with men in. With men's <laughs> names in. Oh. Not women. Because women would be easy. you got Mary Mary. You've got um, Annie Song, Jolene. Easy, easy, easy. It's three we've just come up with. Men, there's not hardly any. Well, well, God. that's that's the reaction I was hoping for. There, there are. You uh, first thought you'd think there were hardly any, yeah. but I reckon with a little bit of perseverance, there must be thousands. Because a lot of wi- there are a lot of women singers, and yeah. uh, let's be let's be frank, a lot of homosexual singers. <laughs> Who aren't shy about about letting people know about, and also people sing about their brothers and their dads and their male cousins and their next door neighbours. So let's try and compile a list of songs with men men's names in. Now, admittedly, at this precise moment in time, despite this being my idea, I can't think of any. I've got one. Yeah, here we go. Go on. Prince Purple Wayne. Sorry. Purple Wayne. Right, I'm cutting you off. That's, that's, uh, I mean, uh, no. Not having that. That's outrageous. Dan and Jerry, you better, you better be thinking. Songs with blokes in. There we go. 0344 499 1000. Talk radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So, what we talked about EastEnders, the first Mark Fowler. Um, songs with men's names in, and you know the score, guys. Anything you want, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes, Dan. Andy Warhol. No, it says Dan on my screen. No songs with men's names in. Oh yeah, go on. Andy Warhol, David Bowie. Oh, did he? I'm reading a lot about David Bowie at the moment, and I just there's there's. No. It, have you ever seen the film? I know my sister's... Listen, I, mem- I, I remembered something today, Dan. Right. I remembered something. You know, sometimes a memory just pops out mm-hmm. of nowhere. I've been reading a lot about David Bowie, so he's been in the back of my head a bit. Yeah. And there's a picture in um, the book I'm reading of David Bowie in the movie... No, it's not. Um, Ed shared it on Facebook. That's where I yeah. saw it. Ed shared the picture. Picture of David Bowie in the film, making the movie Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. Which I think I'm going to say came out 1982. Have you ever seen yeah, the film? It was film? early 80s, wasn't yeah. it? It was like 83, I think. Have you ever seen it? Um, I've seen the Forbidden Kiss on YouTube. I've seen that sort of. Oh, I've seen it on there. There's a Forbidden Kiss, is there? Yeah. Right. Because I 
I, I had a memory pop up today, and the memory was my dad saying to me, because we had a, a, a hooky video recorder, but we had a Betamax video recorder that we had to hide behind the sofa and we weren't allowed to tell anyone about because it was stolen. Mm. And we were the first people in our street to have a video recorder, but we weren't allowed to tell anyone we had a video recorder because it was stolen. It's all hush-hush. Very hush-hush. Mm. And, um... My dad said to me and my sister, you can rent any film you want, or something like that. And I don't know what I chose, but I remember my sister, who would have been 12, 11, 11. All right. She, or he brought, he, no, this is it. He brought home a video for my sister, who was about 11 or 12, and it was a video of Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. And she was excited because she quite liked David Bowie a bit. Joe's listening, so she may remember this slightly better than me, or she may uh, may not remember any of this at all. Don't know. It's got Tom Conti in there, isn't it? I don't know. But I do know it's quite unpleasant. Isn't there a torture scene where he gets buried up There's to his neck? There's a little bit in it where five minutes into it, I'm like, oh, I don't think I'll be watching much more of that. Yeah. And my um, 11-year-old sister, I remember my sister in floods of tears furious with my dad for allowing her to watch what i th- what i think i've never seen it is no, it actually very very nice and then suddenly it turns to this is that prisoners of war isn't it a japanese pow camp? yeah yeah I, I i'm not surprised actually with, with gay uh, undertones there's definitely the, the, yeah, the, the i think it's the isn't he captured by the japanese forces or something and he's held in that prison prisoner of war camp yeah i, th- I think so i think so um, um, and my sister was, was in tears and furious and obviously quite traumatised by watching this horrific movie as, as an 11-year-old girl. I was going to say scars for life, but she was quite young. Well, but... she, well you can still scar 11-year-olds. Um, she says, I need oh, to she, ask her a question. She says, I liked David Sylvian, who did the music. Oh, yeah, she liked Japan. Terrible band. Terrible. Yes, Dan, you ask away, sir. First of all, EastEnders. I think the omnibus actually ended about ten years ago. What? The EastEnders omnibus on a Sunday. The what omnibus? The omnibus. The, the, the omnibus. Yes. The uh, the they ended it. Well, how am I supposed to catch up at the end of the week? Well, this is it. I don't. I think when I was watching it last, which was ten years ago, I think they used to have it on a Monday, Thursday, and maybe a Friday. Right. So that was doable, but now it's nearly four episodes a, a week, and some of them are almost an hour long. Right. So there's another, I right. don't entertain that. Another Dan got in touch, because Gatford mentioned Channel Were, and Dan has got in, another Dan has got in touch, Dan, mm-hmm. and says, Were used to be Watch, and it doesn't show old standers, it shows the same night standers at 10pm. How is that? So a BBC no, show EastEnders, then Channel Watch... T- 10 o'clock shows that evening's n- that same night standers who was the name of the the chap who used to own the video store and he was good friends with grant mitchell i don't remember a video store in eastenders there was there was like a not a dvd but vhs rental place in the um the market he had, he's in holby city now Oh, you got me there. You got me there, Dan. Yeah, someone must know. It's a but terrible also... program, EastEnders, isn't it? I mean, it's awful. It's it's a bit of a downer. But there's there's a there's a bit where um you remember Barry, he 
appeared twice as a different character. Oh, they so, do they do that in soap yeah, operas. He was a paramedic at one yeah. point in an episode, and then made an appearance about a year later as as Barry. They do that in in, in soap operas, I, and I think because they're they're getting from such a small pool of of actors. Do you remember? Oh, do you remember Mr. Wilmot Brown? Oh, vaguely, yeah. Didn't he I rape? Think... Didn't he? He was the charming was... posh boy that ran yeah, Dagmar. Nice, nice. Yeah, he, he ran Dag- the Dagmar pub bar but then he raped andy's girlfriend the posh woman who my mum yeah, didn't like because she my mum kept saying my mum kept saying oh she's obviously been for elocution lessons and so she, my mum hated her for she's that very reason posh, didn't she very posh and then andy died then andy who later became the admiral in the admiral adverts he got knocked down by a car and Fair then way. he died in real life a few years ago Oh. Yeah, I think he had a brain tumour. Oh, that's, that's not good. Terrible. You know, he, he was actually a half-decent actor, because <clears throat> he popped up in Hollyoaks as well. Um, but but yeah, yeah, you talk about good actors, though. Yes. I think you were talking about capes, and I think a lot of good actors have worn capes. Go on. Well, the third Doctor Who? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Perch good with. actor. Yeah, yeah. Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good actor. Um, oh. Alan Rickman. When did Alan Rickman ever wear a cape? Snape. Harry Potter. Yeah, good actor. Good actor. So, there's my theory. Dan, thank you very much indeed. Your theory is appreciated and it is embraced. I don't quite understand it. Um, 0344 499 Jerry, stay there. Come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Annie, call back, please. We are unable to access your data. 0344 499 Yes, Jerry. Gordon is a moron. There we go. We're in. Fun for Nigel. Hang on a minute. Gordon is a moron. Now, uh, what was that? That was Guilty John, wasn't it? Yeah. Who's um, John Shuttleworth now? Plans for Nigel, don't know who sang that. Uh, oh, making plans for Nigel, XTC. William, the Smith. William? William, it was really nothing or something. Right, I'm going to take, take your word for that, as I'm, I'm not particularly familiar with the Smiths. Okay. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. Oh, Mickey, you're so fan, you're so fan. That's Tony Basil. Tony Basil was going to come on the show. I'm going to chase up Tony Basil over the weekend, because she said she was going to come on the show. I like a bit of Tony Basil. She's br- an amazing dancer. Amazing. Yeah, I think do. Oh, Mickey, you're so pretty, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Simon Templer. Well, that's the saint. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a song as well. It's dead good. By whom? I don't know. It's a weird punk band. Well, it's, it's, it's dead good. There's a full moon tonight. How is it? Oh, f- oh, Flip, that might explain why I want to um, uh, jump in front of a bus. No, you don't want to do that. D- David Watts. David Watts. Says Phil. He's right, but by the jam, but I'm not putting the jam version, I'm putting the kinks. Fa 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 Yeah, what I think of, I think of a full moon. Yeah. Making werewolf in London. Oh, yeah. Jenny, 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 Jenny Agatha having a, sh- having a shower. Yeah. Whoa. That Especially, is, yeah. American Werewolf in London, right? <laughs> I wa- well, I've not watched it for about five years, but that's still, that is one of the few horror films... 
that stands the test of time. And do you know the most horrific scene in that film? The one that I still have nightmares about today. No, no, no. It's the one where the fella's in the hospital bed, and he's, he, you don't realise he's having a dream, but he's dreaming that he's at home with his family. Oh. And then those masked gunmen burst in and gun his family down. Yeah, do you see the significance of Miss Piggy in the scene? Uh, is Miss, is Miss Piggy in it? Miss Piggy's on the television. Yeah, you're on. right. You're absolutely right. And that, I, I watched that. I must have been about 12. No, I, I, we hadn't moved. So I was, I was no older than 11. I must have been about 10 when I saw that. Imagine letting a 10 year old watch an American werewolf in London. It's filthy and everyone gets chewed to death. Do you know why Miss Piggy's in it? Yeah. Because Frank Oz is in it. Frank Oz, yeah, yeah. yeah the, 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 his new voice, Miss Piggy and Yoda. Yeah, yeah. You, Fra- Frank Oz, Frank Oz. Uh, Frank Oz directed a film that starred Marlon Brando, and Marlon Brando. Ref- and said, sorry, so Oz is the director. Come in, what the film was—a crappy film—and Marlon Brando refused to talk to him. He said, "I'm not talking to Miss Piggy." And so Frank Oz would have to tell—I can't remember who was in it with him—but would have to tell the co-star what he wanted marlon brando to do and then marlon brando would respond to the co-star and the co-star would tell frank oz isn't that crazy mad stupid should have got rid of him they yeah, should have they should have got rid of him because here's the thing right marlon brando's not that good an actor i don't rate him he's what what has he done what has marlon brando done that's actually oh, good rosebud the sledge he was, hang on a minute he, he was what he did that film with rosebud the sledge and what was that that he wasn't Marlon Brando wasn't in Citizen Kane. He directed some. Di- no, no. Um, Orson Welles was. Orson Welles, sorry, Ron Blue. Yeah, Orson Welles was good. Oh, my mistake. Uh, I, was, I was going to say. I saw oh. oh, I'm going to come again. That's all right. Well, no rush. Just hang on. Let me take good, take off, take off fact. You but you've forgotten the dead good fact. No, I remembered. Is there oh. any celebrity you met who surprised you? Because we, we brothers met Pete Dosey, oh, yeah. Dosey, and he's dead nice. He paid for my brother to get a taxi home oh. from Wolverhampton. Why, stay. was your brother going to score some drugs for him? I don't know. He's a nice guy, Pete. I bet he is a nice guy, Pete Doherty. I bet he's, um, I bet he's a thoroughly decent gentleman. He's better than Piers. Yeah. Moore, fake photos, yeah. off people. yeah, yeah. No, I bet Pete Doherty is. I, I bet he, I'm not a particularly fan of the music, but it's not aimed at me. In fact, I, I knew someone who who, um, who was in in a band with Pete Doherty, and she said he was delightful. So, is that the drummer? Sorry, I said was she a drummer? Yeah, she was. Do you know her? No, she was in Baby Shambles, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she was in Baby Shambles. She um, left because all the crap they went crazy. Yeah, well, her name was oh, um, Gemma. Yeah, she was in. Yeah, she um, used to run um, a venue in North London called Nambuka, and uh, I did a few gigs there. And she was um, the well, I didn't know she was the drummer in Baby Shambles. I knew yeah. she played with him, but she was in Baby Shambles. Yeah, was baby she? Single with him, Baby. How funny. Yeah, she was video. good. Gemma. I've not I've, saying that. I've not spoken to her for God, years and years and years. Oh, she's a friend still. Yeah, there we go. She'll be, she every now and then I'll get a little. She'll put a little thing on my Facebook page. But um, I've not spoken to her for years, Gemma. Oh, isn't, that fu- isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? Yeah, we will. Don't say we pick up on little things like that. He's standing, who, was you, who did you fancy in Green Jill when you were growing up? Oh, I fancied Callie. Which one was she? I can't remember. She was the one that was into biorhythms. Who was the one 
with Michael Winner went off with. Do you know that's the other one that I fancied, and I can't <laughs> that I can't think. I can't think of those, but I do remember that. Didn't he make a film with her where she was topless on top yeah. of a diving board? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a good man, Michael, and a funny man. He was very... Remember that picture of him going around people's houses and made dinner for him? Oh, yeah. Or he made, made dinner for him? He was just... Uh, yeah, I met Michael. We had him on the 11 o'clock show once. He was seemed like a decent bloke. I mean, yeah. again, it, you know, I don't, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but I'm, I'm about to. Um, he's enough to wreck a load of rubbish. My name's Michael Winner. Look at my movie. Come and see my new movie starring Michael Caine and Roger Moore called Bullshot. Bullseye, bullseye. Hey, it's easy to talk over cash because in coffee adverts now. Yeah. I'd love that. I'd, Jerry, I'd, I'd get me in the, the coffee adverts. I'd love a bit of that. Thank you, Jerry. 0344 499 1000. Yes, Jonathan. Ian. Um, I've got, I'm really looking forward to uh, the rabbit hole uh, next weekend, but um, uh, I've got a question about the third mic. Yeah. Um, Hang on, it's not next weekend, is it? It's not this... Is it this, It's not this not, weekend. It's not this weekend, it's next weekend, unless it's, it's been some terrible, terrible mistake. No, it's the weekend after that, isn't it? Oh, the 29th, yeah, yeah. Yeah, jeez, yeah. for goodness sakes, man. Sorry. For goodness <laughs> sakes, man! Um, so, uh, people from the audience can come up to the third microphone... But with the way the seats are arranged, people are going to be... It's really hard to get up if you're sat in the middle. Right. How's it going to work? Well, you... What do you mean? What do you mean? Because there's not a lot of room to move around. Right. So... Well, first of all, there's not going to be, like, millions of people that want to get up. This is the show we're doing next week, right? This couple of weeks. You just get up and you... you climb, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse, sorry. Excuse me. Give a round of applause. Bish, bash, bosh, you come up, and then we edit that bit out. Yeah, I guess, I, I, I don't know. I why, do you sound, why do you sound disappointed with the answer? Or, don't sit in a really awkward place that's impossible to get out of? Yeah, as long as it just doesn't turn into the front row getting up to... What is this? Then... Hang on a minute, what, what, well, or sit in the front row, or, what is, where has this attitude come from? There's no attitude. I, I don't even know if I want to ask a question. I was just well, there you the go! Flippin' heck! I can't believe you're phoning up to have a whinge about something we've not done yet that you may or may <laughs> not want to be involved in, but you're phoning up to have a little whinge about it. I'm really looking forward to it, but that's what I do. When I look forward to things, I also think about the problems. Ah, there'll be no problems. Listen, man, we're going to record two shows. There'll be plenty of opportunity. Here's what what I'm thinking is going to happen. Is me and Kath are going to sit up on the stage. We're going to go, right, we're opening the phone lines. Who's going to call in? Anyone want to join us? And no one will. And we've got two and a half hours of that. Two and a half hours of us sat there with nothing to say, no one phoning in, and no one wanting to come and get up on the stage with us. Can I call, call in? Well, I don't, well, I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Anyway, I'm not, just, just, just chill. Just chill, Jonathan. Just chill. I'm chill. You've got I'm the, chilled. you've got I'm the really date, you've got the date wrong. You're <laughs> worrying about the practicalities of how you're going to get your shining moment in the spotlight. Just chill, man. Just chill out. Chill out. I'm sure, it'll be, I'm sure it'll be really good. It'll be brilliant. People don't call it. It'll be brilliant. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much, uh, apart from that, and I'm still the best Jonathan of 2017. Well, I don't know, you, you've gone down the ranking ever so slightly. I was already at the bottom of the ranking. Sorry. You are the bottom of the ranking. Annie! Hi, Ian. Hey, Annie, how's it going? All right.
great, actually. Yeah, not too bad. Well, nice got, to talk to you. Well, nice to talk to you, Annie. I think I might be right in saying you're the first um, woman of the evening to call Am in. I? And it's an absolute pleasure to have you on board. Oh, it's good to be first at something. It's good to be first at something. Yes, yeah, it is. There's going to be a positive involved, isn't there? Yeah, I suppose so. What have you got for us, Annie? I've got two songs for you Here with men in this the title. It. This is it. Well, this is, people have got this one. They, they are understanding it. This is excellent. This one Thank makes you. sense. Yes. This one makes sense. Good. Yeah. The first one, Deacon Blue. He looks like Spencer Tracy now. Here we go. I don't know the song. Um, I don't know why I'm writing it down. This is just their first a, album, I think. Deacon Blue. If okay. I remember right. What was the Deacon? What was Deacon Blue's big hit? Were they um, Hot Dog Jumping for Albuquerque? That was the one. Yeah. Wheel Gone Kid. Yeah, we go. Was one of theirs. Rain Town, that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. that's them. All right, they're on the list. They're on the list. And then I'm, I'm going to jump back in time a little bit further. Yeah. Uh, good old Neil Diamond. You can rely on Neil Diamond. Brother Love's Travelling Salvation Show. Now, I love. Oh, you're not going to discount it, are you? Yes. Yes, I am. I know. Oh. Th- I know the album. I know the song. I know the album. Velvet Gloves and Spit. Well, the one that we had it on um, uh, rotation in my car. It's a fantastic album. It's a fantastic song. Of course, it became a showstopper for him when he performs that song live in concert. But it doesn't mention a man's name. Well, he's kind of, kind of his title, isn't it? Yeah, brother, love. I'm not. Come on, Annie. Oh, I'm Come... disappointed. You well, no, I. I'm disappointed in you. I'm so sorry. I feel like I've let you down. You I'm ha- so sorry. You have done, Annie. It, it, you, you have done. You could have said Daniel by Elton John. I could have done. That's a bloke's name. Yeah. Would you, if you had a son tomorrow, Annie? Yeah. What What are you more likely to call him, Daniel <laughs> or, or Brother I Love? See where this is going? Yeah. I I think yes. just just purely to drag myself out of that hole, <sighs> I I would have to call him Brother Love. Oh, in that case, in that case, is on the list. Well, that's fair enough, then. You've saved yourself, Annie. Well done. Thank you very yeah, much. That works. <laughs> Cheers. Bye-bye. OK, bye-bye. Bye. Um, well, if she, if she is prepared to make the ultimate sacrifice and call her son Brother Love, then um, uh, it's uh, it's on the list. Ray! Ah, oh, fruitcake here. Oh, oh! <laughs> someone get an arsey with me on Twitter! <laughs> you, were get, you were putting stuff in quotes! You only put stuff in quotes when you're angry! <laughs> well, since I've been waiting on the phone, I've got lots of other stuff that, in my mind. I've got loads of boys' names, by the way, for bands. Hang on a minute. I called in to talk about false memories. Am I the fruitcake you're referring to? You mentioned... <laughs> The Mandela Effect. That's an RC tweet. It's not. It's half jesting, but I only got 140 characters, so you can't sort of make it jokey. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I, I liked your second tweet about Mehmet, but I'm gonna unlike that now. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so that I hope that teaches you. So, did you see my ch- tweets for Hey Jude by the Beatles, which obviously is there we go. Beautiful. Hey Jude, Beatles. Uh, 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 um, I'm trying to think if there are any more, but there must be more by the Beatles. Yeah, there probably is, but I've got loads more other people that you've heard of. Ballad of John and Yoko. Oh, uh, yes. Um, hang on, I've got one. I've got one. Um, Maxwell Silver Hammer. Right, give me that. Maxwell Silver. That's a good... I like Maxwell Silver Hammer. How many other Beatles songs are there about a mass murderer? <laughs> None. I don't think there are any. Right, so if I, if I mention other artists, though, you see if you can get the name of the, the song. Oh, I like this. This is a challenge. Yes, I'm in. Right, we'll get this straight away. Elvis Costello. Oliver's Army. Yes, Beautiful. there we go. Yep. Paul Simon. You can call me Al. Oh, hey! Chuck Berry. Johnny Be Good. No! 
And you might might not get this one. Abba. Dancing Queen. No, Fernando. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and honestly, did you say earlier that Wilmot Brown from EastEnders raped a posh girl? Yes, he, he raped Andy's wife, didn't he? No, he raped Cathy Beale. Oh, you're right. He, come here, Cathy. Come here, Cathy. Come here, Cathy. He raped <laughs> Cathy. You're absolutely right. Yes. And also, to keep me saying, but just to clarify, watch is now W, and EastEnders on the bus is on a Saturday afternoon. So, well, hang on a minute. How are they? How are they allowed to show it? Do they just tape it off BBC One and then just play the tape out? How are they? Al- I imagine they've done a deal with B because the B haven't probably got the airtime now to show two and a half hours. So they've obviously just thought, well, we'll show it for you because obviously they've got a lot of stuff on but watch. Who watches it anyway? Well, what is what? What else is on watch? I don't know what watch is really. So there's some new, new dramas, new, new shows, but then it, the rest of it is just repeats. So old shows from other channels, like there'll be old detective shows on there, things like Jonathan Creek, I think, is on there. Um, all that type of stuff. God, it sounds awful. So, but they've got a lot of other, they've obviously got a lot of space to fill. But the reason I'm moving in, because oh. uh, I watched something this evening before your show on Sky Arts, oh. and apparently it was massive in the news, but <laughs> I missed it. It was called The Outcast Comic about Andrew Lowe's uh, comedian who put something on Facebook a couple of years ago about um, he was fed up of all the lefty comics. Yeah. Uh, and so he put on there and basically just got hammered by his fellow comedians. And they basically, he got, it went viral. It sounds like you haven't heard of this either. No. I, what, so what did he, what he put, he, he came out as, as like a right-wing comic. Yeah, so basically he's come out because he's, he's, he's fed up, he said, all these people go on panel shows and just putting down UKIP and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, you know, again, the, the most upstate one is about, you know, one's anti-Trump. But a couple of years ago, apparently, so he put a big whole thing of rants on Facebook. Um, and it, and he, he, did, he did put a couple of things in there. So he said um, there'd been a couple of comedians, female comedians on Mock the Week trying to be funny. So he completely annihilated women comics. Oh, um, do you know what? I, uh, it, this rings a very faint bell. What was his name? Andrew Lawrence. He, he's he's quite. A, he's, you know, he, he was quite funny. But I think he, he's, he's just basically thought I'm, I'm fed up with all these uh, people going on panel shows who live in their West London homes, yeah. you know, worth millions, um, and then saying you know up the label and all that. But it was just it was a very interesting problem because it's just another angle to it. But then. You know, a lot of comments on there saying, well, we all thought he was under breakdown when, when he posted this thing. I um, do. Listen, I've got to go, Ray, because I'm about to hit. I, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that, because that looks all right. I vaguely remember the story as it happened. I think I read about it about six months after it happened or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the world of comedy. Another hour to go, dear listener. We have no calls lined up. Now would be an excellent time for you to call 0344-499-1000. Talk radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hold the bottle steady and jump in one at a time. Hold the bottle steady and jump in one at a time. 
In olden days when times were hard We filled the barrel with water We added brine from Preston Pan Then stripped our son and daughter Hold the barrel steady And jump in one at a time Hold the barrel steady Then jump in one at a time We stuck an apple in their mouth And stood them on a chair And then we sat down for our tea And left them standing bare Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time Hold the barrel steady then jump in one at a time Now in you go our children, they did as they were bid Their heads below the water and fastened on the lid Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time We shed some tears, be sure of that Our stomachs were like lead We'd better have some more, she said Then we went off to bed Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time So if your purse is empty, your cupboard it is bare Just pull the clothes right off your bins and stand them on a chair Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time Hold the barrel steady and jump in one at a time One at a time, one at a time, one at a time Evening, Mark! Let's try that again. Evening, Mark! Hello, sorry. That's okay. That was haunting, what was that? I don't remember it being as bleak as that. <laughs> I've known that for years. It's bleak, isn't it? Yeah. It's bleak. I have a cutler, isn't it? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, guys, Mark is the last call we have lined up, and yet we have another 56 minutes of pure broadcast um, fun and laughter. The Giggle Factory is open for business. Right. I've got Right Said Red by Bernard Cribbins. There we go. Here we go. Right Said Red. And, and Stan by Eminem. 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 What, what? He's one of the hip hoppers. What are we going to do about Eminem? I don't. I've never. Um, I've never got Eminem, and I, I, I don't. Um, I don't dislike him, and I'm not one of these people that thinks rap and hip hop is is rubbish. I think it's all right, but um, Eminem always felt a bit like the sort of David Cassidy of that <laughs> genre. Do you know what I mean? He felt a bit pop. Felt a bit too pop. Yeah, yeah he gets a lot of hate for that. I think, or used to anyway. I'm sure, looking down um, from his mountaintop luxurious (laughs) apartment, he don't give a stuff, does he? Yeah. Uh, The other thing I've got is, it's not a Beatles song about a serial killer, but um, the Manson family adopted, like, Helter Skelter as, like, a theme song. Yeah, they did. And, of course, the, um, the, the the Beach Boys recorded a Charlie Manson... Yeah. song and um and i don't know why dennis wilson the drummer did this but he um he changed some of the lyrics around a bit and then they took manson's name off the writing credits but yeah it was you listen to manson's version and the beach boys version it's obviously his song and um and some people think that's why he instructed the the his family members to go and kill people in that house because that house used it gets very complicated. <laughs> the house that Sharon Tate and Roman Polanski lived in was yeah. owned by Terry Melcher, yeah. 
who was um, Doris Day's son, um, was good friends with Dennis Wilson, and Terry Melcher and Dennis Wilson had produced, I think, uh, the Charles Manson demo songs. And that went it nowhere. like a bit of a stretch there, doesn't it? What? Hang on. What? Whoa. What? It's a stretch that... Hang on. Ch- they pissed off Charles Manson. Neil Young played on some of the sessions as well. Imagine. They annoyed... Char- Terry Melcher and Dennis Wilson angered Charles Manson so much that he sent his family members up to the house that Terry Melcher owned to kill the people in there. Makes perfect sense to me, Mark. Yeah. How can you not be... Bu- I'm giving you the cold hard facts. How can you not be buying this? Uh, I just, I don't, I'm not buying what you're selling. Well, you. Well, I'm giving you. What, what you think it was just coincidence that Charlie Manson sent them? To, that they what they just found that house by accident. Why haven't you thought about it that much? Despite maybe, the maybe fact that the house was owned by a person who had slighted Charles Manson within the last nine months. You're still not buying it. I'm giving you... I'm I'm giving you, um... Absolute facts here, Mark. Right, this is your homework. Okay. You've got got the weekend. I'll give you... It's only done by tomorrow. You've got the weekend. I want you to read up on Charlie Manson. And I want you to give me a more compelling theory as to why he sent the people to that house to commit the murders than the one I've just given you. Okay. Right? Yeah, we challenge speak, accepted. We, we speak Monday? Yeah, okay. All right, and, you, you, and you've got... You can't find up and go, oh, no, you're probably right, Ian, actually, because I am. And the evidence will prove that. You need to phone up with a more compelling argument as to why Sharon Tate um, was murdered. There was another, and here's the thing, it's been such, I read a, I read a book by the, um, the chief prosecutor or the chief um, investigator. There was an- another murder that took place as well at another property um the labianca murders now the labianca yeah. murders that wasn't in the same house i don't think was it no it was it was the same area same area so sharon tate and mm. several other people were killed she was pregnant at the time heavily pregnant oh, yeah 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 vicious <laughs> thing um and uh, the labianca no one talks no one talks about the labianca murders in the same way that no one talks about um nagasaki though everyone yeah. talks about hiroshima no one mentions Nagasaki. Nagasaki, no. Okay, Mark, giving you a little bit of uh, mental bubble gum there. Okay. You gonna have a little psychic chew? I'll have a little chew on it. Because it, it, it always annoys me when they call Manson a serial killer. Didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't well. Uh, he, he wasn't a serial Conspiracy. killer. Conspiracy. He might have killed. There is. There are rumours that he might have killed um, someone on Span Ranch where they all lived. Um, yeah. There are several people that claim to have seen that, you know, seen him um, kill a black gentleman and throw him down a well. But there is no evidence um, to to support that. But yeah, no, he wasn't a serial killer. But he sent them all off to do his um, to do his bidding. I'm still a wrong one. 
Oh, he's a complete dodgepot. And here's another thing. He didn't audition to be in the Monkeys either. That's another big myth. Oh, Char- Charlie Manson auditioned to be in the Monkeys. No, he didn't. He was in prison at the time for, um, for petty theft. Internet from the live. Have you, um, have you heard the Beach Boys song by him? By the, by Charlie Manson? Yeah, that he wrote. No. Oh, enough, enough, um, enough dark. I mean, it's, it's, it's a brilliant, uh, what, what was it called? Um, it's, it's a, it's an absolutely brilliant bit of music. Hang on a second. Right, this is, um, right, this is Charlie Manson's version. Here we go. Pretty girl, pretty, pretty girl. Cease to exist, just come and say you love me. Give up your work. Wasn't it weird listening to Charles Manson singing a song? It made me feel really uncomfortable actually there. Yeah, it's a bit creepy. It's a little bit creepy, isn't it? We're dealing with dark, um, with dark voice, forces. Anyway, this is what the Beach Boys did with it. Here it comes. Oh, this is, this is dark. Listen to this. This is dark. It's the Beach Boys. Isn't it? It's 
good, though. Isn't it? it is a brilliant song. Submission is a gift. Give it to your lover. Oh man, I feel I do. I feel uncomfortable though that we played a bit of the the Charles Manson version. I'm worried that we've um we've unleashed some Wait. sort of evil, some sort of dark force. It's just balance, though, isn't it? What playing a Charles Manson song? Maybe we should. Well, because we played we played both versions. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I've, I, I do worry on a full moon, as we are now in Friday the thirteenth. We've played a, Charles Manson singing a song. I don't think that's that's happened on British radio for many, many years. I'm worried, Mark. Genuinely, we've unleashed something that was not meant to be unleashed. What have we done? What, what, what have you done, Mark? That's a very good question. <laughs> what have you done? You, you know your homework. I look forward to speaking to you on Monday. Okay, speak to you on Monday. Bye-bye. 0344 499 As Mark goes, we have no calls lined up. We have 45 minutes of the show left. Anyone else feel a bit uncomfortable after listening to that Charles Manson thing? That's uh, that's uh, that's genuinely uh, unsettled me a little bit. Feel, feel a bit um, bit nauseous. Do you know what I mean? It's weird, isn't it? I mean, the Beach Boys version is is stunning um and spooky and macabre and haunting but maybe we shouldn't have played that charles manson version deary me oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand talk radio the wild man of late night radio is back ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk uh luke haynes um who listens to the show and, of course, has been on the show and, of course, has written a song about the um, Sharon Tate murder. Because there was a theory, which I was unaware of, despite being a huge Bruce Lee fan. Roman Polanski thought that Bruce Lee had murdered Sharon Tate, or at least had it arranged. Uh, Luke says, uh, the Ed Sanders Manson book is the one, written as the investigation was going on, utterly spooked, recommended slash not recommended. Yeah. The book I read was The Helter Skelter, the um, Vincent Bugliosi, who I think was he the copper? I think he might have been the copper or the prosecutor. I don't know. Um, what was the, There was a film, wasn't there? Wasn't there a slasher movie called Helter Skelter as well that was one of them banned video nasties? In the early 80s, right, when, get this, when videos first came out, video recorders first came out, um, you could get anything. You could get anything on video, like hardcore porn, um, or like really gross horror films. I remember my parents got a film. Again, I was under 11 because we hadn't moved. So I must have been about nine. And my parents, my dad kind of saying covertly to my mum, oh, I've got that film. And I was like, my ears pricked up because video, video was really exciting to have. And I said, oh, what film is that? And he said, oh, it's a film called The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nine-year-old kid, that sounds awesome. And um, I said, I'd like to watch that. And they said, no, 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 you can't watch that. I said, oh, no, I'd like to watch that. And my mum said, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll watch it. And if we think it's all right for you, we'll let you watch it. I heard them watching The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was in bed and I heard it from downstairs. Now, if you've never seen the film... It's a little bit clunky now. It do, it, uh, 
it doesn't stand the test of time brilliantly, but I love the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've seen it now, and I love it. I, I, and I love it because of what it represents and what it stands for and uh, the look of it and, and all that. But the last 25 minutes of that film, right, the last 25 minutes, spoiler alert, it's a woman screaming and a chainsaw revving. That's it. That's it. It starts off with her. She wakes up and she's tied to a chair that's made out of bones. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to watch it again. I've not seen it for ages. And they, the, the, they're trying to get the granddad to kill her. by, by um, he, he, kills, he, he works in the abattoir and he kills animals by smacking their head in. But he's really old and he can't do it. And they're going, kill her, go on, kill her. And then she manages to escape. And literally the last 25 minutes is a sound of a chainsaw and her screaming. And they had it on really loudly. And me as an eight, nine-year-old boy, I could hear this in my bed. And I was terrified, absolutely terrified. It was the most horrific thing I had ever heard. And I didn't see the film. They they banned it. Sort of around this time, they then came up with this term, Video Nasties. And they banned loads of them. They banned Chainsaw Massacre. They banned Driller Killer. Um, I remember when they showed Driller Killer on Channel 4, not that long ago, and I remember thinking, God, haven't times changed? They banned, I think they banned Helter Skelter, they banned Snuff, um, and there was a, there was a few, a Cannibal Holocaust, I think, they, uh, they banned, and a few like that, and I didn't get to see Chainsaw Massacre, Lee, I'll come to you in a minute, 0344 499 I didn't get to see Chainsaw Massacre until... Uh, about 15 years later um, and it was banned banned for years and years and years uh, and I was at college and I went to Camden Market and you get people selling hooky videos uh, and you get people selling um, uh, bootleg concerts which was great but also banned videos so you could get your, your Exorcist and your Chainsaw Massacre and uh, Clockwork Orange and I remember buying Chainsaw Massacre and watching it it was a terrible it was, a, it was like a fifth generation copy which added to the the seediness of it, you know, and um, in the ways that w- when you're younger, watching like you know fifth generation pornos, there's something about the, the you know the the fact that this is a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy makes it you know more exciting. It was the same thing with this, this really bad quality, low quality. Oh, oh, oh and it was a joy, what a joy watching that film. And I'll be honest, it did not disappoint one bit i've not seen it for ages and i need to i need to watch it again uh, i had a copy of the script as well signed by tobe hooper imagine um and i'd need to watch it again but it, what a joyous joyous 70s wonderful slasher movie just wonderful they made about f- four more after that as well dennis hopper's in one anyway Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Lee. Good evening, Ian. Hello. I'm all right, Lee. What you got for us? Um, I've got some song titles for you. How's yeah. that? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, uh, Banana Rama. Robert De Niro is waiting. Robert De Niro is waiting. Talking Italian. I threw. I'm having a big clear out of stuff. A big yeah. clear out. I'm having a clear out of stuff. And <clears throat> I threw out. I bought a Banana Rama Greatest Hits for a quid. Chuck that today. Oh, went into a went into a bin in uh, BP Garage. That and the best of Vanilla Fudge. There's a was boring it vinyl bird. Or CD. It was a CD. Why, it was a CD. Oh. Why would I, I have vinyl in my car? He said, knowing there were two vinyl records in his car. 
they need a vinyl car player. That would be good. Well, you used to have to get them. Rock stars used to have them. Keith Moon used to have a record player in his car, yeah. Look, I miss that. Yeah, well, you had to... Rock stars. Rock stars had it. Well, I've never been a rock star, Now, explain it, Lee. That, Elton John, I think, had, um... Had uh, a record player in his car as well. Elton John, of course, would famously go into record stores and buy three copies of everything. One for his home in London, one for his home in the south of France, and one to play in his car. Nice. Yeah. How did the needle not jump? I'm, I'm assuming it had some kind of. I'm. Tech. They probably put a penny on it. <laughs> Yeah, I think they might have put a penny. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it did it did jump. And we used to have, um, before tape players in the car, we used to have one of those little black rectangular tape players. Oh, um, yeah. And um, it was, t- my dad tied it next in between the handbrake and the gear stick, like tied oh, it no. to that middle thing. I remember it being tied on with string and we used to make tapes and play it in that. Cool. Those were the days. They, days. Those were the days. Well, no, the day, um, they weren't good old days. They were crappy, awful old days. All right, then. Crappy old days. But, you know, they were days. They were. Um, another song title, uh, Rednecks, Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, that's classic. That's going straight. Well, no, well, hang on. No, it's not going anywhere. Where, where's... Oh, yeah, Cotton Eye Joe. Joe, yeah, no, that's it's going Joe, on. isn't it? Yeah, that's got Joe. Yeah, I'll give you that. Cotton Eye Joe. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What else was there? The, the Rednecks had a... The Rednecks had another hit. Did they? I thought there was a one-hit wonder band. No, the Rednecks and Aqua both had oh, both had second hits. Now, yeah, Aqua's big hit was Barbie Girl. It was, and then they did... Was it Dr. Jones? Dr. Jones! Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, calling Dr. Jones. <laughs> Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, calling Dr. Jones. It was, it was bad. Um... And Cotton Eye Rednecks did another, um... I can't think of another one from them. Do you know what? If someone said, I've got your free tickets tonight, you can go and see, um, Aqua, supported by the Rednecks. Do you know what? I'd take those tickets. If they, if someone said, right, I've got your free tickets for tonight. You've got a choice of concert, right? You can either go and see Eric Clapton playing the blues... Yeah. ...at the Royal Albert Hall... Or you can go to um, G.A.Y. and watch Aqua, supported by the Rednecks. I'd take Aqua over uh, over um, Eric Clapton any day of the week. Well, you got two acts for a start. Well, exactly. <laughs> I, and also, Blooming Clapton playing the blues. Boring! Yeah, it's a little bit depressing. I mean, he's an awesome guitarist, but it's a little bit depressing. I don't think he's that good a guitarist. All right. I like the song Lay Down Sally, and there's another one I like, and I've had enough, bad love, yeah, because I remember getting really drunk uh, uh, in a pub in Maidenhead and dancing to that, I've had enough, bad love. What about I Shot the Sheriff? Um, No, I don't like reggae. Oh, fair enough. And I don't like violence against um, our (laughs) police forces, so I can't condone, (laughs) I cannot condone either aspects of that. But you didn't shoot the deputy, though. Uh, Katia, yes, I had a copy of the, 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 the Texas Chainsaw Massacre script signed, and I lost it, because I'm an idiot. Mm. Go on, give us one more. Uh, Shaman, Ebenezer Good. Because Ebenezer's got to be a man's name, surely. Um, I will <laughs> include that. 
but I, I, I do not condone the message. Oh, oh, no, absolutely not. Do not condone the message, because we all know... Do you remember, the, the Limmy, when we saw Limmy, he did a little spoof on that tonight. But Ebenezer, oh, he's a good, he? he's a good, Ebenezer good. And then we went, uh, after about, when it got quite high in the charts, I don't know if it was a number one record, but it got very high in the charts, and some people went, hang on a sec, hang, hang on a second. <laughs> I, I think that might be about drugs. And the shaman came out, and Mr. C, Mr. C. I remember Mr. C, yeah. He came out, and they went, no, 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 no. Whoa, this isn't, this isn't about drugs. It's about a bloke called Ebenezer Good. <laughs> and we all know that you abbreviate Ebenezer to Eza. Everyone knows that the, the, the accepted, um, compacted version of Ebenezer is Eza. His name's Ebenezer Good. His name's Eza Good. It's not about drugs. And they got really offended by it. Did, did that one ever get banned? I can't remember. No! It got to, I think it yeah. got to, I remember them on top of the bloody pops going, he's a good, he's a good. <laughs> I mean, jeez! I remember did, when Relax got banned. Well, and it went straight to number one exactly. when it got banned. The, the, best, the, best, uh, the, the best thing you can do for a band is ban it. Um, uh, yeah. Didn't um, the bass player, I'm really um, reaching the back of my mind, the bass player from The Shaman died, didn't he? They oh, did a. What was the What was the shaman's other hit? Uh, move any mountain. I can move, big. move, move any mountain. And then the bass player, I think, didn't he drown? And also, also, how am I remembering all of this stuff today? <laughs> I've no idea. <laughs> Lee, thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Def has uh, uh, tweeted us. I wonder what the C and Mister C said for. Well, that's come on now. That's unfair. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 03444991000. I'm really pulling um, a lot of facts out of the, uh, the back of my head this evening. I don't know what. All this useless. Have they found. Fa- John, I'll come to you in a second. Have they found a way? Because I know a lot of useless stuff, right? And when I die, all of this useless stuff will be gone. Have they found a way yet of sucking thoughts out of someone's head and storing them like on a C drive or something? Because um, there's a as you're, you're listening tonight, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff in here. Def says, I think it was the Wonder Stuff's basis. No, a member of the Shaman died. I definitely remember a member of the Shaman... Uh, we're talking about the Shaman, for crying out loud. 0344 499 1000. Yes, John! Hello, how are you? Ah! Yeah, how are you? What it was, it kind of ties in with your useless information thing. Yes. Um, I was going to ring up about the men's names in songs. Yes. And Bloody Jerry beat me to it. Oh, man. Jilted John by Jilted John. Yes. And I can vaguely remember that he had a part in Coronation Street years ago. Oh. So I Googled him and I had a look. And his real name's uh, Graham David Fellows. Graham Fellows, yeah, he he does... um, John Shulworth. John Shulworth, yeah. Yeah, and I just thought that was really weird because I had no idea. What, that he wasn't really called Jilted John? No, 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 that he was John Shuttleworth as well. But I said he was John Shuttleworth an hour ago. Oh, did you? I lost my thingy bob, my internet. Oh, well, connection. in that case. Uh, uh, yeah. And Frank Sidebottom, Chris Seavey, yeah. hated him because oh, he was it? convinced that um, Graham Fellows nicked his act. 
Oh, right. He was convinced. He, Graham Fellows used to go to um, Frank's gigs. Yeah. And then afterwards, ask him like loads of technical questions about what keyboards he used. And I think uh, Chris uh, Frank even invited him to his shed one day to look at all the stuff <laughs> he was doing. And then about six months later, John Shuttleworth appeared. Now I don't know what what happened between those two gentlemen, but I know yeah. that um, Chris. I'm sure. I'm sure when Frank came on a show, I did once as well. He, he uh, someone phoned up and said, "What What do you think about?" John Shuttleworth, and he burst into a sp- spontaneous song. Oh, John Shuttleworth stole it all from me. <laughs> Something like that. I'm sure he did. Someone uh, listeners know better than me. I don't know what happened. It's quite possible because whenever you Google like Jilted John, they always seem to put the two together. Yeah, Shuttleworth and um, Frank. Gordon is a moron. One of the other things I was thinking of. Yeah, the thing I do with like people I know. Where it's like um, songs you like by yeah. bands you hate. Oh, here we go. This is a, this is a good one. Yeah, I don't know if you'd ever done that or not. Ah, uh, uh, if if we haven't, we're going to do it. What? Well, well, go on, give us one. The one that always triggers me is "Mama" by Genesis. I love the song "Mama." Can't stand Genesis. Okay, well, um, she's electric by Oasis. I love the song. She's electric. I can't stand yeah, Oasis. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, uh, and you have to... The thing is, it, it takes a big man, John, to admit they like a song by a band they hate, because you have to put aside yeah. a lot of prejudice, a yeah, lot yeah. of prejudice to I do that. Admit, I've tried it with Coldplay and Nickelback, but I can't find one I like. I Bizarrely. Um, oh, no, I heard a Coldplay song the other day that I quite liked. And I'm listening to it thinking, oh, this is quite good. And then as it went on, it became more and more <laughs> obvious. It was Coldplay. I was thinking, oh, no, please, please, please don't. And then he goes, that was Coldplay. Oh, no! Started hating yourself. What have I done? <laughs> but I think, I think, oh, excuse me, I burped. I think it was more, I think it was a remix. Right. So that kind of takes it one step removed. Yeah, it's not so bad, is it? Yeah. Okay, uh, it, it, here's here's one. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand bands where you've sort of got caught up in the hype and tried to like again. I tell you why because I remember ages and ages ago mm. I bought X and Y by Coldplay. Oh yeah, I didn't buy it. I probably got it, downloaded it illegally, which I don't <laughs> recommend. Anybody does. Home taping is killing live music. Um, and I remember listening to it a lot and really thinking that, thinking, this is a hard one to explain because it basically it says I'm, I'm nuts. <laughs> listening to it a lot and thinking, oh, I really like this. And then one day listening to it and going, I don't like this. This is rubbish. What am I listening yeah. to it for? And I just, some, for some reason, I thought, I don't know if I was trying to look cool. I don't know. Yeah, that happened to me with uh, Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon. Do you um, remember when they when they first came out? Yeah. Um, and everyone, there was a rumour going around about the Kings of Leon that they were manufactured by the same man that had manufactured um, Britney Spears. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I can remember something vaguely about it, yeah. Yeah, and, and um, the, all the songs were supposedly written by the bloke that wrote Whoops, I Did It Again and all of that stuff. Yeah, but, but I remember something else about um, there was a lot of publicity about how much the Kings of Leon loved Britain, oh. and that, that's why they were always here. 
um, apparently it was that the Americans hate them. Well, I've heard stories that the Kings of Leon are the rudest people in the world. I've heard loads of stories from people yeah. where where they've interviewed um, the Kings of Leon or they've been backstage with them at festivals and stuff and that they are the most arrogant, rude mm. people in the world. It doesn't really surprise me, to be honest. I can't even know. Oh, Sex on Fire. What a stupid, what a stupid name for a song. All my yeah. sex is on fire. What a stupid yeah. name for a song, you idiots. I know, they're pretty dire, aren't they? Bands that, sh- bands that should split up. Kings of Leon. End of yeah. phone-in. And, yeah. uh, re- we reopened the phone-in. Coldplay. Phone-in ended. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> nice one, John. Anything else, John? That's it. Thank you, mate. I enjoyed that. Thank you very much indeed. Um, it, Catherine, yeah, Catherine Mary on Twitter. I like it. I like it. It works. She's done hashtag controversial, but I have to let it in. We're talking about, um, songs with men's naming. Johnny Cash, boy named Sue. Boom. You have to allow it in, guys. You have to allow it in. Um, how many people are mentioning the Paul McCartney song, Let Him In? It's the only song I'm aware of that has the name Ian in. Uncle Ian. That's the only one I can think of. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Talk radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Dennis. Good evening. Good evening, Dennis. And listen to me, young man. Uh oh. You shot the life out of me last night when you told me you'd almost had a breakdown. What? Now listen, yeah. don't laugh. I'm not laughing now. No. If you have this problem again, don't spend it on some bloody doctor. What? Come and talk to me. I've had three sessions with people like you, uh, and I've cured se- every one of them. Three sessions? Yeah, people that break down and I've, I've uh, talked sitting. How, how have you... <laughs> sitting and talked to them or something. What, what have you oh. done? Thrashed it out of them? No, I didn't. No, no. The first one, I was going up to London very early in the morning. They used to have an early train, as long as you were there before 8 o'clock. Yeah. And it cost you 2 and 6. And I used to go over to the uh-huh. corner house the, uh, for food. Yes. And some, I was sitting there having breakfast, and the catering woman came and said, can this, can this fellow sit with you because I've got nowhere else? I said, yeah. But immediately, he started crying. Uh-oh. And they tried to, they tried to, you know, I just signaled him away and I suddenly talked to him. And I got him, I got him pulling him around. Then I had a session at work when a fellow that had been knocked off his bike and I think it made him bonkers. Yes. He I came in one day bonkers. and I must have a sympathetic face, I don't know, but he came over to me crying. Uh-oh. So I had to put my arms around him. And maybe you've got, maybe you've got a terrifying face. Well, I don't know what it is. upsets young men. You need somebody to talk to. It doesn't. You don't have to be a, a doctor to be talked to for God's sake. Well, you're... it did upset me when you told me that last night. Well, you're very kind, Dennis. I'm never going to take you up on the, uh, that offer, but you know that. But thank you. You take me up any time you like, brother. All right. Well, you're 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 a good man, Dennis. Despite well, I'll tell you what, all the casual racism. I went into hospital two days ago. Yes. See the the uh, uh, well, it's not the. The old, old, old people's doctor. The old people's doctor, yes. Yeah. Stepping out of the ambulance, I fell flat on my back. Oh, Dennis. 
No, it was not. Well, the strap on my shoe broke and I went sideways, but the lady who was doing it for me, she was great. Yeah. Just about six people picked me up, put me in the trolley, went through the, all of the, the thing. So when when I got back on, the, she was taking me back home again later on, and she said she'd had to make a report. So I said, right. So I rang the hospital this, yesterday, and I said, under no circumstances has this woman got to be charged with any any dereliction of duty. It was entirely my fault. Yes. The only thing that was hurt was my sense, I, my pride. Yes. So I said, I'd, under no So they rang me again today, and, and questioned me. And, and I said, said she's been fired. No, oh. I'd have been bloody hell if they had done. No. no, no, they did say thank you very much, but she was a lovely lady. And it wasn't her fault, it was totally mine. I'm a dodding old fool, I know that, but nevertheless, I wouldn't have anybody blamed for anything I've done. So we've got two tweets here, and both of them I think are appropriate. Paul says, he's turned his radio down. I've turned it off. And Tim says, Dennis is great, but I can't stop clearing my throat when he's on. I'm sorry, why? Because <laughs> it sounds like you need a good cough. Well, no, it's, I, I must admit, it is uh, a bit heavy on the juice in the back of my throat. No, don't I have this problem, you see. Unlike a lot of people, my nose is dry. All the stuff from my nose goes down the back of my throat. Yeah. I don't have sneezes or running noses. My, I can put a handkerchief in my pocket at the beginning of the month, and it'll still be white at the end of it. Oh, jeez, go away! Uh, why would you even tell me that? Flippin' heck. Um, I'm trying to find a song that I want to end on, but I can't remember... Um, I can't remember what it's called. What was that... Um, um, hang on a minute. Um, what was that New Zealand or the Australian guy? Remember that guy, Harvey Video and the Wang Dangs or whatever? What was that? What was that called? That was a good song, wasn't it? Let's, let's end on. Uh, I say a good song. I mean, you know, but um, I feel like listening to that at the end of the show. You feel like listening to that with me at the end of the show, do you guys? Is that what you feel like? Yeah. That's what you're going to get. We're coming up to the end of the show. Thank God. And I've been hard work tonight. I've enjoyed it. I've not. No, it's a lie. That's an actual lie. I told you an actual lie. I didn't enjoy it. I hated it. Uh, what I meant to say was, honestly, it's better than I thought it was going to be. It's better. That's it. Shoop, shoop. Monty, I've, I've just typed in video wang dang. Um, hang on a minute. We'll, we'll, we'll end on... Uh, uh, We'll end on that. That's a classic. There we go. Uh, is that the... There we go. We'll end on that. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, anyway. Oh, let, me do, let me do some back counting. Um, oh, it's only short. Oh, 33. 20. 55. 20. There we go. 55. 20. That'll be your out, boy. That'll be your out. Now, there's only two stories in the newspapers today. They're both on page 35 of the Daily Mail. And now looking at them, one of them is rubbish. Um, the rubbish one is that Norway is turning off all its FM radio stuff. So it's geeky, but boring. I'll read it. 
But it's, I warn you now, it and half boring. Okay? Um, no, I won't, because it's boring. Who, who listens to Norwegian radio anyway? What, what really, what the hell is going on over there? This is the one. This is the story. This is the only um, interesting story in the newspapers. It's the only one. Selfish drivers who take up more than one parking space certainly make life annoying for everyone else. Too right they do. I've had to really resist recently leaving notes on people who've parked. It's that thing where you, they park over into the... Do you know what I mean, Andrew? They park up, they park in one, one, one bay, Hello. but they've crossed over into a second bay. Okay. What was that? Can you repeat that again? Yes, I can. I, I, I can't repeat it again, but I can repeat it. Go on, then. They park... Turn your radio off, Andrew, and it'll make everything um, a, a lot easier for you to understand, but probably still a little bit too complex. Turn my radio off, right? Okay. Yeah. Is that better? They park in one bay, but they, they're actually over in a second bay. Mm. You know, you know, you know to what I refer. No. Right. So you know cars. Yes. You know parking. Mm-hmm. You know bays. Mm-hmm. So they park in one bay, but they're actually over in a second bay. Mm-hmm. You know that's. Do you? Can you picture that? Yes. Describe it to me. Bad parkers. Bad parkers. That's it. Bad parkers. Um, these people should be executed, shouldn't they, Andrew? No, I don't think so. What? You you wouldn't take them outside and shoot them? No, because a lot of people do it to protect their car, don't they? What? I just stop getting dents and dings in their doors. They stop getting dents and dings in their doors by parking badly? Well, was there not somebody in the news today that admitted that he parked badly just because he didn't want to get his car dented by bad parkers? Well, but hang on a minute. So you're now saying that parking badly is good parking? No, no, that's not one thing. It's well, not the way I would park, and I've been driving for I don't know how many years. You must be tired. A lot, do that. a lot of it's through ignorance. But if you're a good parker, then you should park in one bay and one bay only. Yes. <laughs> Why should other people suffer? Because. Well, you parked I, I, in, you don't want to get a ding or a dang in your door. I don't park in two bays. I park in one bay because I couldn't really care less if I get a ding or a dang in my door. I'll no, take a but bit of pride. Of people, that, that's why people park like that. What have you called in for, Andrew? Uh, a couple of reasons, really. First time caller. First time ever calling a radio show. Hey. And uh, how does it feel, big man? It, it, it feels... It feels all right. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got a little chubby going? <laughs> Not no, yet. Not yet. No, no, no. Some people do. Some people find it an action. Some people actually find it an erotic, um, arousing experience. Fair enough. I, I suppose that's down to the person. Yeah, it's, it? down, it's, it's down to the person, isn't it? Right, I, I will make no judgments on that. 
Uh, I'm phoning in because I've been I've been listening to you for a couple of weeks now. I've I've, I've just found you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I used to listen to you years and years ago when you done programs on the telly, and I, to be completely one hundred percent honest, I thought you were a bit of a tech, but well, I think uh, I well, think now that's great. I, I, I have to say that uh, nah, I'm I'm really I'm really liking you. Oh well, that's great, Andrew. I'm I'm really glad that um you used to think I was a tit, but now uh, you're uh, that that's made my day. Well, I doubt it. What do I, I do it. now that's less titular than than when I was on the telly? Uh, I don't know. I think it's maybe because you got a beard. Well, that, here's the thing. I'm shaving the beard off tomorrow. Oh, that's fair, dude. But you're on radio, so I'll never know. Well, you will, because I've I've told you, and I'm going to make a point at the beginning of every link saying, don't forget, guys, I don't have a beard anymore. <laughs> well, again, that's fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I don't doubt you for that, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, you know. But listen, a uh, couple of things I want to call up on is, uh, yeah, hate the band but love the song. Yes. Kaylee Marillion. I don't know. if th- I think that's the only song they recorded, isn't it? Uh, nah, but I, I don't know. They record. I they, know. I, th- they, I thought they just recorded that one song. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that. I suppose they'd have had to have done a B side, but they might have just done an instrumental. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair play. I'm. I'm just an ignorant. Well, did you, was that a swear word then? Oh, it wasn't, okay. Well, no, it wasn't, I, and if it was, I do apologise. Okay, well, I'm being told it wasn't, but I'm a little bit hypersensitive at the moment. Go on, yes. Uh, Avia, Madonna. Yeah? I thought that was a good song by somebody that, or... You thought Evita... Not, not really a band, though, is she? Evita was Madonna's best song. Do you, do you think... Is that what? No, I'm asking you. Do you think Evita is Madonna's best song? No, no, I never said it was the best song. I said it was a song. It's a song I've picked by an artist that I don't like. But you liked Evita? Yeah. By Madonna? Yeah. Flipping it. You, what? You don't like Holiday? <laughs> no. Holiday is brilliant. Well, fair enough. I suppose that's, that's... Yeah, well... Holiday's better than Evita. True Blue's better than Evita. Hanky Panky's not better than Evita. No. That no, was silly. Not. That was silly. That was... We knew what she was doing there. She was... Th- yeah. That was silly, the whole Hanky Panky stuff. I tell you what, Andrew, we don't do this very often, but when people used to think I was a tit and then they start liking me again... um. I'm going to play, I'm going to finish now on a song, Madonna doing Evita. Would you like to introduce it for me, please? Uh, not really, because I'd rather introduce Kelly. Oh, flipping it. All right. Hang on. Is hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me find it. Right. Uh, right, go, me. go. I've got it. Go and introduce it. Right, uh, this is Kelly from Mimillion, who I, I called my daughter Kelly after this song. Not a chance. Shoop shoop diddy wop come come away man 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 well the shoop shoop dance to the mood you're in and the diddy wop feel let the fun begin it's a feeling 
Little party, nothing formal. She's in the corner, look quite normal. Empty glass, boulders, brass, pinch me, hang about. Join the Talk Nation. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking. 